Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Don Pod for our huge, hyped 2022 season review. Well, hang on, just stop. Was the year huge and hyped, or the review will be? The review. All right. Um, Safe to say we have a little bit to talk about tonight. Um, (laughs) A few topics to discuss. It's been a little while since our last one. The last thing we talked about uh, was Clarkson going to North. So that feels like like an eternity ago. So I'll just... um, for the people at home, I'll give a bit of a rundown. We'll look at the coach. We'll look at the CEO situation. We'll look at the Crichton medal um, and compare our Don Pod best and fairest to the results mm. of the Crichton medal, much anticipated, maybe by me, but that's okay. And me. Um, season recap, mm. which we'll look at the players, uh, every single player that played, well, enough games to really talk about. And we will look ahead to the draft a little bit as well. So strap yourselves in. Last year, our season review went for over two hours. So give it. Got oh, fifteen hundred views on YouTube, so no pressure to. I've only got one one glass of <laughs> drink. I don't know. I'm going to need more. <laughs> you can take a break. It's okay. Yeah. How are you, Nathan? Really? Hello. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Thanks, Sam. Um, I think I'm getting a cold, so that'll be awesome. Well, well you might deteriorate over the next. Two yep. Hours. You might hear some snuffling and some sneezing and some some, some teary eyes. I get. Oh, we yeah. don't really hear teary eyes, but I get watery eyes. Okay. Kind of an old age thing. Get me I'd probably get watery eyes too. I'd be, just be thinking oh. football club. True. Right. So we'll start at the start. Brad Scott, welcome to Essendon, if you're listening. I'm sure you are. Um, it's very bit... easy now for everyone. It's B- Brad Bombers, Bomber Chris, Brad, Chris Katz. Katz. Yeah. Not Brad Bad anymore, Not, how we used well, to remember. Well, remains to be seen. Um, <laughs> somewhat left field in the end appointment um you know media were reporting someone different every day but they were pretty hard on brad scott for the last few days before he was announced and then it feels like an eternity ago now um he was so i'll give my initial thoughts and then nathan you can give your thoughts um i went through a few different stages like the entire seven stages of grief um I was pretty unhappy at the start and then read some stuff on Twitter, just fan stuff, what they were saying. And we know, oh, yeah, okay. He's, he's pretty strong and he'd be harsh and, you know, hardworking and that sort of history, I guess, took some pretty average North Melbourne teams to prelims. So, <laughs> you know, credit where it's due. And then I watched his press conference and I was really impressed. So I was firmly on board with how he talked about, you get nothing for free, hard work, um, He's no bullshit, no nonsense. Just we're going to have some highs and lows. Stick with us, and um, and yeah, we'll see what happened. It was a really good press conference, I thought. Both him and Barham actually talked really well. That's just about the coach. Don't get too far ahead of me there. What do you think? Um, look, my initial reaction was a bit of disappointment because I was barracking for another individual. Yes. Who shall remain herdless? I mean, nameless. Nameless, yeah. Um, <laughs> Subtle. <laughs> um, my initial reaction was, yeah, I was like, oh, Brad Scott, you know, like, Brad, I don't like the Scott brothers. I'm going to put it out there. I've never, like, they're always grumpy, angry, sort of. 
I like coaches that are a little bit more um, measured. And I think Truck went too far with that because he just didn't show it. Like even when really amazing things happened or really, really bad things, it was just nothing. I'm like, yeah, you know, a little bit, but same with Wusha, to be fair. Yeah, but I, I don't I don't care for um coaches that respond to every umpiring decision, you know, and all that sort of stuff. I think you need to be a bit above that because that's football and your, you know, leadership and all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I have no problem with the fact that I think he'll be very good strategically because he's been three years in a row in the AFL where he's been, his role has been to work out sort of the future of the game and where it's going and by watching the game, seeing where, where it's traveling. So he should have a good understanding of what all the teams are doing. You know, there's probably a bit of internal information going to come through. Well, that's, that's quite encouraging, isn't it? That he, yeah. he's going to have a fair bit of sort of intellectual property, I guess, yep. almost of other yeah. clubs and how they're doing it. So that's mm. somewhat encouraging. So they're positives. And look, I would argue to the last point that, North Melbourne in what 14, 15, 16 when he, they were good when he took them yep. to two prelims somewhere around there wasn't it? I don't yeah, know exactly. around that period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you a good player at that. That like seriously, they had, like, a, they had a reasonable call. You think of that yeah, final against like us. Yeah, but you think of the list. Like who was yeah, Drew I Petrie? Petrie, um, Lindsay Thomas, Boomer yeah. was still there. Boomer Goldstein's yeah. a great ruckman. Goldstein's still a good player, but you know, like I, they weren't superstars. That's all I've got. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's all I could think of. And, I'd have to look and go, oh, yeah, he was probably all right. He was all right. But there's no one that – anyway. So I think I would, ta- I would say that he probably took a list that wasn't very good to a higher level. Higher so that's, level. you know, one I think that's been – I think we feel that's – we feel as our list is not horrible. It's not great, but it's not horrible. And we seem to be getting a lot of unders. So maybe if we can get a little bit of overs, that'd be nice. Hmm. Um, I think it was Nathan Grimer. I heard a snippet from it. I don't know where it was from. Apologies. Um, where he said, you talk to any of those guys that played in those prelims, they didn't think they were there on talent. They were there on hard work. And that's Um, what we need. So I I, I get that. I did ask a North Melbourne supporter um, from work. Where? Yeah. Finance. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Subtle. Again, um, he said the only criticism he had of him over his time at North was that he let too many senior players go at once. Yeah. And that was ultimately his downfall. And well, thankfully at Essendon, he has no senior players to let go. So he could let go of 100% of them if he got rid of Heppel, but not going to happen. Well, um, Andrew Phillips is now the oldest player on our list, I think. Wouldn't he be at 30? Yeah. Between him I think he's a little bit older than Heppel. There aren't many. Um, no. no so yeah, I think there's only Andrew Phillips, I reckon. Regardless of whether we were passionately against it or not, he has to get a chance to prove himself. That's That's enough yep. and I'm with you one of my major criticisms or things I didn't like seeing of Wusha and Truck was that they're emotionless yep. so we're getting something of polar opposite in Brad Scott but when yeah, he's so our coach we might enjoy that I still feel very sad that they heard didn't get it I, 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 I really felt oh, if someone well if someone was going to be motivated to win then he would have been the most motivated man. Yeah. I hope he can come back and be a part of the club in some capacity. That might not be an assistant coaching role or something. I just want to see his face around the club again in a, you know, in a positive, welcoming manner, not just sneaking into VFL games to watch his son, although he won't be doing that anymore, obviously. No, 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 no. But we'll get to that bit later. Yes. A um, couple of final things on um, Bradley. Yep. Um, he spoke about, what was I going to say? You waffled just for two seconds oh, too long. It wasn't even your fault. Um, it seems like it is. Ah, it's gone. Uh, just a few comments. 
so far. If you want to get in the comments on the Facebook Live, go nuts. We'll read them out. Um, Phil, Phil just says, yo, how's it going? Hey, Phil. Nice to see you back on the podcast. What are we doing? It's called podcast. Phil, how are you? Scott, players need a passionate coach with some aggression. No more Mr. Nice Guy Football. I added a few words there. Apologies, Scott. Um, I, agree with that. I agree with that. We we need someone that can make them hard. Hard. Yeah. That's G-rated, though. Mm. Um, Matt Walters, end the saga. Let's move on. Oh, days like yesterday, we're trying to end the saga, and then yeah, shit well. like that happens. Anyway, should we move on to that one? Well, the next comment, James. James heard the CEO. Um I don't so have a problem with it. That's a nice little segue. So you can run again, a business. There's no just, doubt about that. Just to recap, in case you've been living under a rock, I guess if you're on here, you've probably heard the news. Don't even know the guy's name. Was it Andrew Thorburn? Oh, yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, appointed CEO Monday afternoon. Got mm-hmm. a free ticket to the Crichton. Rocked up. Made a nice little speech, and resigned. <laughs> Was pushed out the door. Eighteen hours later. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Look, if, I, if it meant I got a free ticket to the Crichton, I would have probably done the same. Um, what do you say? Interesting circumstances. Obviously, the report was that he was made to choose between his church, his position on the church board or whatever it was, the chairperson. Of well, the he was a board. Church. He was on the board of the church of some stupid, um, overly stupid Christianity, Christianity-based thing. Yep. And he was made to choose between that and the CEO. He chose to stick with his church. Now, he made a statement on his LinkedIn, because that's what you do when you're a CEO, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's really... It's funny because that's really dorky. Because... Yeah, it's really hard to talk about religion and things like that. And the yep. narrative from him, from his side, was that the his views shouldn't be opposed because they're on that side of the fence kind of thing. And that oh, my yeah. issue we is mm. that if the, that church in particular, and again, I haven't done what it's called. Faith of Hills or something stupid. Has not even a real stance, religion. Let's be has honest. a stance around the, and again, I'm going to make a fool of myself because I don't I'll help you, buddy. I, I, went, I went to school in Catholics. Around the LGBTQ Yep. community and around abortion and all that sort of thing. They have some pretty horrendous views that directly conflict with the club's values. Especially the welcoming sort of um, yep. all-encompassing so sort of thing. Especially what we're trying to do with, you know, um, well, everything. Pride we've Round got, and all those sort yep. of, you know. Um, we have a, lot. a group of supporters, yep. of Purple Bombers, that are there to yep. promote that part 100%. of it. And yep. To be directly, even if they're not his personal views, if you're the chairperson of that particular church, then you are representing those views. And you can't then exactly. be can't CEO see. of a football club that values those exact opposite things about inclusiveness and about having everyone can go to the footy and feel safe, all that. So, yep. um, Now, I agree with all that too. The other thing I will say just quickly, yes, the big issue for me too, like I think that, I think what you're discussing there is, I think it's very valid and very, you know, and I think there's two sides to that. And I think that that's, you know, that's a that's an argument that people could have. I think you but could tell. The bigger really, issue you know. about him is? The biggest issue about him was the fact that he was the head of the NAB Bank when the Royal Commission and the commissioner himself, I can't remember the commissioner's name, the Royal Commissioner pointed at him and said, Mr. Thornbury, was he? Thornburn. Thornburn, you have done things that I think are wrong. Like, and, and basically said him and the the board um, 
chief of the board, a doctor somewhere or another. I remember reading about this. Um, you both had were new things were going on, and you just sort of brushed it away. And say, oh, that's you know. And they, I think there's something there's a quote in there about how you basically let a hundred million dollars slide into your bank accounts and didn't do anything about it because you were like, nah, it's all right. And he pointed and he named this guy that Mister Thorn. Thorben, I'm trying to find it. Yes, it is Thorben. Yeah, Thorben. It's in Wiki. If you read Wiki, it's got the quote down the bottom about this from the Royal Commission. And and I'm like, well, so he like it was never isn't a, that a big enough red flag of someone that's coming into the company as a CEO. Like, forget I was understand the religion. We'll park that to the side for a bit. This as a CEO, no, no, I don't want him. Sorry. Yeah, correct. You can't you can't have that reputation in the business world. And then just expect to waltz into a football club that's on, right. had a lot of issues, yeah. to put it lightly. Um, yeah. But also, I want to stress the religion thing because it's such a dicey area to talk about. It's not his views that were the issue. It was the fact he represented the church. The church. Had and it's their views. So, And I guess, I guess he might be conflict. able to say, but he might be able to say, oh, look, I don't agree with everything in this priesthood church, but... But, but if you're you the still go of there, that church, you, yeah, that, you're, still you're go- representing their views. There's the famous, and I love this quote from a, a general, I think he was in the Australian Army, maybe he wasn't mm. a general, but he was a high-ranking military person. He says, the actions you walk past are the action you you accept. Yeah. So if you are if you walk past them and go, yeah, that's fine, that you're accepting that. So if he's not saying something to them and making it public, well, then he's just like, well, that's part of the religion I'm in. Which, and which in a sporting sense, is why Steve yeah. Smith got suspended. Exactly. He was responsible. He was the captain. I'm not going to talk about Heard because it's going to get me emotional. But you're exactly right. Mm. You, if you accept those behaviours, then or if you ignore those behaviours, you're accepting them. So yeah. anyway, CEO and, not happy. We'll move on to another one, hopefully. Well, and as I said to you, can we not make a big announcement for this one? Can we just sort of slide it off as an email to all the members, members and just, just all the members of the way? Here's a new CEO. Boom. Yep. Done. Don't make and, any announcement. Greatest day in our club or anything stupid like that? It's not the greatest day in our club. The greatest day in our club was... Are you okay? <laughs> For anyone who's not watching, Nathan's just amused himself because his hand makes his microphone appear from the background. No, it was, it was in the background. Yeah, okay. We'll move on because of all the people listening or watching this, a very low percentage. Sorry. Yes, it's classic um, though if you watch it on, on YouTube. Hilarious. Jump on our Facebook page, Glory and, Do- Glory and Fame Don Pod. Uh, Sam will make that little in. into a little snippet and you can just watch that bit. I always definitely won't. 17 minutes in, you'll see what we're talking about. It will be a great disappointment. Um, we're not going to sit here and hypothesize around who no. the CEO might be. We can joke no. about Heard. It probably won't be Heard. He's got a lot of business acumen, but he's never been a CEO. It's not going to happen. But I just, I just, I just, I hope they don't f- up again. They won't. They can't. 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 Can't get any worse than that. Anyway, let's right. move on. A um, couple of comments. Uh, people suggesting her the CEO. Um, Ed Woodward for CEO with an upside down mm-hmm. smiley face. I'm guessing Ed that's Woodward. facetious. He was an actor. Was he? Okay. Yeah, he was an actor. Edward Woodward. Edward Woodward. <laughs> that was his name. Edward Woodward. Woodward. Um, more relevant news. Travis Cloak has signed as the women's senior coach. Yes. For the VFLW, that is the VFLW. Yep, that's um, fine. Was quite bizarre going onto the Don's website and seeing him in an Essendon shirt. But there you go. Congrats to. He's just Frank. trying to get his career going as a coach, obviously, and he's taking the steps. That's fine. Um, oh, that's it for the comments. So I'll move on. Right, Crichton Medal. Now, 
The Crichton. The Crichton. Yeah, I wasn't able to go this year, unfortunately. Um, there were some issues I... with the suit choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm in between my fat and skinny suit. <laughs> Um, it wasn't why I didn't go, but I had to the fat and skinny suit. Oh, there's so much talk, kids, about how Sam was struggling either to not eat to get into the skinny one or just let it all go and move into the fat one. Anytime I would eat anything at work, Nathan would tell me, you're not going to fit into your suit. Right. So if you ever want to lose weight, go to Nathan because he'll guilt you over anything. That's um, pretty funny. Shattered I didn't get to go. I would have loved a photo with the big man, Pete. But anyway, so 2022 Crichton medalist, Peter Wright. Just absolutely. Our boy, Peter. Our boy. We called it six months before it happened. No one knows that because we did it in our own time. But We did the lunch break. We had a conversation about it. And I don't we, care what anyone says, it's true. We know it happened. Um, geez, he'd be a good get, wouldn't he? Yeah, top 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And not only that, we got him, but for a fourth round draft pick and Gold Coast, I don't know if they still are, but they were paying part of his wage. That is... Oh, I hope they're not paying part of his wage this year because well, that sure would be not. really crushing. Sure they're not, but what a mm. deal. Um, 53 goals. I don't want to go too much into the player review. Actually, I did. I did tell yep. you not to do that, and I'm yeah, still myself. I didn't say anything. Um, what second. What a guy, honestly. Now, the whole reason we waited to do this podcast was to compare the Crichton Medal, Crichton Medal, against the Don Pod Best and Fairest because we hold ourselves accountable here at the Don Pod, mm-hmm. and I'm not upset. Who did we have? One, two, and three. So. Our, I don't know how I want to do this. Um, two, one, two, three, buddy. For f- first, we had Darcy Parrish just yep. just pipping um, Peter up by two votes. So what we had first was actual ninth in the club mm-hmm. best. Fairest I'm okay with that. Peter Wright, we had second. I'm happy with that to have yep. him that close. Uh, Zachy Merritt, we had third. He came second. Yep. We'll take that. Yep. Um, we had Shield fourth. He came equal ninth. Yep. We had Rusty Martin fifth. He came eighth. Uh, we had Ridley, uh, sorry, Redmond sixth. He came fourth. Yep, that's right. We had. Uh, really curiously, where did we have uh, Matt Guelphie? Oh, well, I'm getting there. Oh. Uh, we had Ridley seventh. He came fifth. Yep. Um, we had one, two, three, four, five, five players then that didn't feature in the top ten. Yep. We had Guelphie at thirteenth, who came third, and then we'll talk about that when we talk about. How many Matt votes Guelphie. did we give him? Uh, we gave him two best on grounds, no second best on grounds, and one one vote. And by two best on grounds, that was the same game. We both gave him three votes. It was against. So we got US. four votes for us. We polled votes in two games okay. for us. So we were very wrong, but we'll cover. Oh, that were we? Um, were we? Well, yes. <laughs> You have to say that, don't you? Uh, we had Pidge 14th, he came 10th. We had Jake Kelly 16th, he came 7th somehow. We had Lav 18th, he came 6th. And we had Hind uh, 19th, and he came equal 9th. All in all, pretty How happy. many votes did we give Zerk Thatcher? Um, it's a good thing I didn't close it. He came 9th for us. So that was a pretty good... Um, yeah. He got I a lot of pretty... votes in the games he played. A he lot was very good in the games he played. So that's... Um, can we address the elephant in the room then? That's not nice. I know I'm not in my skinny suit, but um, do you mean do you mean Guelphie? Yeah, Guelphie. So no, well, let's look... can we leave it until we talk about Guelph? Because we're gonna okay. go. We're gonna talk okay. about the. Players. Yep, yep. All right, fair yep. enough. Yep. We'll we'll make it. If anybody's got comments they want to make about Guelphie coming third, please do so now. Well, get in. Yeah, get your comments in on the players now because you're not going to really have time to do it 
when we talk about them. So if you have a comment on a particular player, do it now and I'll try and keep up as we go through. Right. Quick season recap in case you missed it, in case you're in a coma for the last six months. Um, we finished 15th, uh, seven wins, 15 losses. We ranked 15th in total points four, and we were third most points against. So, I mean, as a season for the football club, just in terms of football, pretty shite. Um, in terms of off-field stuff, pretty shite. So, good times. Um, right, let's crack on with the players. So, I'm just going to go through. I'll give a little brief sort of stat rundown of their season, and then we'll talk about them. We'll try not yep. to waffle because we've got a lot to go through. There'll be feel a lot less waffling on some of them, that's for sure. A lot less on some, not others, yep. perhaps. Yep. A, sense, a sense of discussion on Guelphie at the very least. Uh, we'll just do it in player number. Makes a lot of sense um, to do it that way. So, number one, Andrew McGrath. Played 18 games this year. Averaged 21 disposals. 21 and a half. Um, averaged two and a half tackles and kicked two goals, five. Uh, best performance of the season, at least in disposals, was 31 against Collingwood on Anzac Day. Um, I'll start and you can start with the next one. Pretty uneventful season for Pidge, really. Yeah. I don't have a lot. He was good in some games and we heavily debated him and his position pre-season. There was a few cry-outs for him to play off half-back. We were thinking, no, he's a number one draft pick. He has to play in the middle. Um, ended up on half-back. We were wrong about that. And was fine. I don't have an issue, really. Um, yeah. Look, he. How many games? Just Sorry. 18, just 18. 18 games. Yeah. So he he didn't take any steps was probably the concern. Yes. Like, like he didn't, he wasn't, I wouldn't say, I would have thought he was probably as good as player he was in 21 as he was in 22. The stats show that he didn't do anything very well. Like he's, he's elite or above average in kicks, which because he played off the halfback line, he probably mm-hmm. got a lot of that, but he was very poor in like disposals, in um, tackles, in clearances, because he just didn't go near the midfield. Yeah. Well, um, and, and I think that's champion yeah. data. So he was average in every category other than mm. kicks above average as you yeah. said and marks was above yeah. average yeah so for his position yeah um yeah just just as you said it was just a very flat year like nothing special i don't remember a highlight i know he was good in one game i remember talking about yeah. saying jc pitch was good he was... Well, and that i think that reflects even in the um the voting of ours as well as theirs i mean he can he got he came he got 100 votes less than peter wright like he came 10th like that's that's not very good. Let's be honest. For a number one pick, no, he hasn't. Who's, who's missed four games for the year, as we would have hoped. Um, hmm. He would have got votes. Yeah, we I, gave him votes. I, I think in the future will be an interesting to see a new coach where they think that he plays. I don't mind him as a halfback flanker. I don't if that's the role they want to play him in, mm-hmm. but he needs to be really damaging down there, and I don't know if he can be. Correct. And he's nothing. And I think that's the thing. If you have that half back role, you want them to be a deadly kick. Mm, he's not. He's not. He's a bit of a rushed. Yep. A bit of a loopy sort of. Yeah. Bit a bit loopy. Hmm. Well, yeah, got to be the play for Essendon. Okay, wrong. Yeah, he's, I, think, I think he's more damaging from his pace than he's kicking. 
and his ability to accelerate from a contest and that sort of stuff will get through mm, traffic. He can and get accelerate out of away really well. Yeah. yeah, that's he's more like as a defender. That's he's you know. Whereas someone like D'Ambrosio, he's more about kicking it out of a trouble spot. You know, like he's going to use his foot skills to get out. Mm. Mm, anyway, I'd just say, bleh. Bleh. fair enough. Um, five out of ten for me. If we're going to do ratings. yeah. I mean, if we're ranking them, that's about five to six. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll pump up the energy for number two. Oh, goal number of two. the year. Fucking awesome. Goal of the year, Sammy Draper. He yep. sliced him, he diced him, he did something. No, don't. Diced him, it was bad him. commentary. It was horrendous. Um, goal of the year, probably up there for the most hilarious uh, award acceptance on Brownlow night because he had to pre-record a video from Spain and he was very, very proper and not what you'd expect. Um he had a good year, Sammy. I'll let you talk first. Do you want me to run through stats or have you got stats? Oh, I've got a few stats that I think like clearances. So he was elite. Is elite or above average? Above average in clearances. And that, I think that's his real strength. And uh, the other thing I loved about him this year is his goal. Like we kicked goal of the year, but he kicked, I want to say 15 goals. Let's tell guess. You this 12. 12. I mean, that's, we wouldn't even have midfielders that got anywhere near that, mm. did we? Yeah. Like, look, Merritt would have kicked five. We'll get, yeah, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> so, look, there were the, he's going to be, he is our future, and this is no big out there statement. He is the future of our ruck department for the next 10 years, and the, it's exciting. The great thing about Sammy is he has a great name, obviously. Um, but he, his hit outs, his hit outs were average for this. Yeah, yeah, he's 24 that's not one of the, yep. a game, but averaging 3.9 total clearances a game which is above average and somehow his career average is less but elite so he can win his own footy well, he and can I think, do yeah. that miraculous stuff where he kicked goal of the year but he's equally likely to miss the ball when he kicks it mm. which is just entertaining mm. um, he's energetic he loves playing footy he loves his teammates he's an absolute larrikin when they sing the song He's the I think, perfect bloke to have around a football club, really. I, I think if he improves on his ruck work, which he will, um, like tapping and um, tap to hit outs to advantage, to advantage yeah. which he just will get better at, added to that his ability to take the ball out of a clearance and run away from other midfielders, like we saw him do many a time, he is an absolute weapon at 100 kilos and 6 foot 10 or 11, whatever he is. Magnificent. Moment. He's an absolute weapon to have. And... Very exciting. Like, and just to put the feather in his cap, played all, every game this year, 22 games. Um, yep. Almost, well, he played 13 was his previous best last year. His previous best goal tally was two. And that's the thing that I loved about him was the goals. Like, yep. he, was, he was taking marks, you know, at 30 or 40. He was dangerous goals. stoppages, yep. though, as well. Yep. He could yeah. chuck it on the boot from a ruck contest and yep. kick a goal. Um, yeah, I love Big Sammy. No, uh, very excited. I think he's he's a player that he's going to take. He could. I think I'm going to say it. All Australian potential. Yes, maybe not next year, but yes. No, no, no. His career. It's potential, Sam. It could be eight years from now. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give him an eight. I think he's got stuff to work on with his kicking. It is getting better, but you know he's got areas mm. like yeah. advantage as well as something else. But solid as for a 24 year old 205 centimeter ruckman, he's well ahead. Oh, he's he's 
tracking on beautiful. And and what I like too is he seems to love the club, love the boys. He's not we're not he's not a player we have to worry about leaving, which is exciting. Yes. You know. Yes. That's a concern for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh one comment on Sammy. Phil says he's unpredictable and I love it. All right. Spot on. All right. Uh, any ratings for him? You want to... oh, I'll give you the same six and a half. Six and a half. Eight. Eight and a half. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say, careful. Right, Darcy Parish. Uh, just the sixteen games in twenty twenty-two. Uh, Thirty-one point three disposals average, which is elite in the competition. Thirteen point eight kicks, which is above average. Not bad for a bloke who gets hammered because he handballs the ball too much. Yep. Um, seventeen and a half handballs, which is elite. Probably should have led with that. Um, three and a half tackles a game, which is average across yep. the competition, and six point one clearances a game, which is elite. Yep. Um, in terms of season performances, had forty four touches on Anzac Day against Collingwood. Um, and his best game in terms of fantasy was Dreamtime against Richmond, one hundred forty six. Huge. Uh, as I said, sixteen games and three goals to further your point about midfielders. Yeah. So, I mean, I think what we're going to do is we're going to say a lot of similar things about our midfielders. <clears throat> and I think Darcy Parrish is one of the ones that his clearances were elite, same as Shields. They were both elite in that level of getting the ball out and getting it. Obviously, it's what a clearance is. I don't, shouldn't have said that. It's a bit stupid. <laughs> but these are the guys that you build clubs around. I really believe that. And, and I think that there's a bit of talk about, oh, we should trade him out and that. So he... He got 17 votes or 18 votes in the in the Brownlow the year before when he had a you know one of his first 25 years, votes. Sorry, 25 votes when he had one of his best years, which would have won it most years. He he is a, a player that I know people say, oh, he just handballs, he just gets, you know, sheepdog, he gets around the back. He is in and under grunt work, and I think he will thrive under a hard, hard unit coach. And we'll see the best out of him next year if he gets his body like he's been injured this year, and that was a bit sad. But um Mark my words, all Australian next year. And, Mark my words. I and it. we'll win a Brownlow. Jeez, you made some big calls. I'm only three players in. I know. It's going to go downhill real quick. Real quick. Because we're at um, number four. If I was at all organised, I would love to... Um, I'd be organised, Sam. Well, I'd be organised. We've only had weeks to do this. <laughs> Shut up. Um <laughs> So Dars was equal ninth in the competition for centre clearances. And I think my point I want to make here, and it's a knock on all of our midfielders, not just Darcy Parrish, is that he's equal 18th in stoppage clearances. So we can win the ball from the centre bounce when we've got the nice 6-6-6 set up. But when the ball's around the ground, um, him being in that equal 18th position is our best at the club as well. That's right, but and then the other, so, the same knock. The other, that's there's that knock, but the other knock on all three of them, or all three or four of them, is that they can't kick goals. Parish, Merritt, and Shield would have would have wouldn't have kicked more goals than Draper combined. All right, well, I'll keep track of that actually, because because we, and that's the thing that we don't we need to find, and hopefully it's Perkins could move into that role in the future. We need to find a midfielder that can get in and get twenty plus possessions, not thirty or forty. You got Parish is your big possession if, getter. You got to have you... a guy get twenty and kick three, and you know, in a game, and yep. and it's not Stringer anymore. If anyone says, "Oh, that's Stringer," it's not him anymore. It's no, just no. no. His body will not make seasons. He can't do it. He's just stick him in the forward line, see if he can kick fifty goals in a year. Yeah. Um. So I don't want to be too critical of him because he was 
injured. He was injured a for bit a bit. Inconsi- like inconsistent in terms of playing games. He was on, off, on, off, on, off. Yep. Uh, missed the last couple of games of the year through injury. Um, when he played, he was like, we had him, we had him winning out of Dompod B and F. So when he yep. played, we clearly thought he was good enough. And to win that from 16 games says something. Again, we value, our, we value the way he view. plays the game. Yeah. And that's just our voting and our, yep. it's our view. We're allowed to have our view. Um, Phil, it's not religious. Phil, love the content. Phil, thank you for for talking to us. Sounds like I'm knocking him, but Darcy took a step backwards this year. He was more yeah. damaging last year. Absolutely. But last oh, year he played 20-something yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you, he played 23 games. He played every single game last year. So And won, and, and, and won the like the, the, the medal in three two or three games. Like Every single best on ground medal last year. Last year. But the the thing is that I didn't see that he hadn't lost that skill this year. He just looked a bit. His body just wasn't doing what he wanted it to do. And it would have been hard to do that again. Well, he had an outstanding year last year. Like that was. But I think he can do that again. I think that he yeah, can get to that level. It was very very good. So even mm. if he matched that, it would have been a huge win yep. for him. And. What twenty five this year? So still seven good years of football left in. Oh, he's so. not even peak age yet. Yeah, he's just coming into prime age. So into that, yeah. Yep. Um, seven for Dars. I know we can do better, but I understand that inconsistently playing football can be difficult. And I'll give him a six. Yep, fair enough. Right, number four. Joe, no. Kyle Langford. Kyle. Hi, hi, Kyle. I can't do the voice. You get it, you get it. That was terrible. Um, just the nine games for Mr. Langford this year. Did his hammy in round one and didn't see him again until halfway through the season. Just he came about. back to the last game, didn't he? Well, he was back. No, but he missed half the season with the oh. with the hammy. So, um, look, he's just his stats are nothing incredible. Thirteen point eight um, disposals, four point seven marks, which is above average. You'd expect that for a midfielder winger who's one hundred ninety two centimeters. Um, very low on total clearances. Don't really know if he got too much in the middle. As I said, I don't think it's worth looking at his stats. I think ten goals is my pro for him. He when he played forward, he played forward against Brisbane. I think kicked four. Yep. So here's my here's my question to you on on Kyle. What 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 role does he play next year? If you're the new coach, you're rolling in. Is he your wingman or is he a half forward? Uh, Is he a half back? Is it, you know, like, where do you see uh, him playing next year? He's wing half forward for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have a lot of other options in terms of wingers. I don't think he's a great winger for us. He's certainly not the build that you have good teams rolling with with wingers. So probably no. more half forward. I'd like to see him half forward maybe, well, most of the time because he can kick goals. He can take a mark as a forward. Yep. He's a lovely set shot as a forward. Um. And he can my, kick two or three goals in a game. My concern with him is that in he's um he's twenty six. He's never played a season more than seventeen games in his career. So it's like seven years or whatever. Factually incorrect. He played eighteen in twenty nineteen. Okay, he's played eighteen is the most he's played. That's <laughs> sorry. Go on. He just I, I worry about like I was and this is a bit like um Laverde. I was starting to worry about him. Like he couldn't body just didn't seem to get him through. But now he's got through two years, Laverde. So. Maybe that's changed, and maybe Langford can do the same. But my concern with him is he, I don't think he can play wing because he, although he's elite at running, like when we do our training, like he always seems to break down with hamstrings or something like that throughout the year. 
And I'm like, I just get a bit over it, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard when, and like, personally, I thought, or still think he has a big role to play in us being yeah. a good side. Um, That's frustrating when they do just get yeah. injured and you can't really see what their potential is now because he just hasn't played football, but. I do think he's a good football player. I just question. I wonder if the if body, it, if his body's right, is he a midfielder? No, not he's at not all? good enough to be a midfielder. I don't think so. He's not quick enough. Um, but and... okay, my thought process here is that mm. just a little bit could be just the number four on his back. He 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 moves a little bit like Job. Yep, but. The thing about Joe was he was a bull. Like he could rip, you know, the ball out. Whereas Langford doesn't, he's a big guy. Like he's 191, as you said. But he doesn't, I, I can't picture him dragging, you know, the ball out and people hanging off him. While Neither he gets can out I, of but is that, is that something he no. can. Well, if he hasn't done it at 25, I don't know if he's going to do it, Sam. Like he's 25, 26 years old. When does he do it at 28? Like Cripps did that. If you're talking about like a Cripps like, he was doing that in his second year. Like he was, you had people hanging off him. He was getting handballs out, you know, like. I just don't think that's Langford. I, I think we want it to be because we see this body and we see the number four. But in all reality, he's not. He's not Probably that guy. 90% the number four. Um, actually, I went to Collingwood Fremantle in the semifinal and walked past Job doing his Channel 7 stuff and, and just about... Got a little, little woody. Yeah. I, yeah. I love Job. Um, we all do. Look, I'm old enough to love Tim. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. Um, I, I think Phil summed it up in the comments. He didn't play enough to really have an impact. That's fair enough. Yeah. 100%. He needs to play more football for us to be able to see. So, I mean, I'll stick with the sort of McGrath kind of views. I'll give him a five, just bang in the middle. I won't. I'll give him a three. Oofed. Harsh, yeah. Oofed. That's, I'm a, harsh. I'm, you are a bit of a I, dick like that. The next guy, what is he <laughs> going to get? Number five. Oh, dear. Hurdy. I mean, uh, Devin made the same joke about Lav. Yeah. Uh, Lav? Langford. Right. Dev, I don't think we need to harp on too much. Man played eight games. Um, Guy's gone. He's retired. uh, Eight games, three goals. And honestly, that's all that's worth reading out. Um, Dev, you were great for your first season. Just for one season. Let's be honest. He was very, very good for one season. Your body's let you down. We can all accept that. Yep. And if he turns up playing next year somewhere, I'll be very angry. I'll be upset. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else we could say. I don't remember him playing. I know he played eight games. I, I don't know. Remember the only game I remember was when we had we were struck down by a lot of injuries. He he couldn't run at the time, and he was. Oh, trying... it was a Hawthorne game, and there was a bit yep. of media around yep. that, wasn't? And there? we won that game, as I recall. Yes, we ran yeah. away, and Pete, Pete kicked six. Yep, and that was a great. Like that was. I think eight. that's. A great way for him to finish. I think he might have kicked a goal in that game, actually. From I think he tried to kick a lot of goals from my memory of this year. <laughs> a couple that he tried to get off, like when young players were having set shots, he was trying to steal it off. Yeah, he was a bit sneaky. Yep. Look, um, he's, uh, he's sad to go, go but... It's the... That Crichton year, he got an AFL record for tackles in the season. Mm-hmm. So, and never no, went close again. was very good that year, and his body let him down. So we'll but That's in it. the past. Let's move we'll on. Leave it at that for Dev, I think. Um, I'll give him a 10 just because he retired. I can do that. No! I'm running the show. No. I'll give him a one then to offset your 10. Yeah, right. Average of five. I'll take it. Oh, that's not an average of five. That's oh, an average yeah, of five and a half. half. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that smart, but that, that wasn't hard for me. It is an average of five. We'll round. 
Yeah. Okay, we're rounding down. Rounding down. I should have given him zero, then you would have been right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> on, that, on that tremendous, tremendous um, segue. We're only up to number six. Number six, yeah. We've got to... Um... Is anyone still listening? Have they all just gone, fuck No, this. no, it's consistent at sort of seven to ten. That's... Whoever's here, we appreciate. We love you. Um, speaking of things we love, number six, Joe Caldwell. Love Joe Caldwell. Um, absolute steal, I think, for the football club now. He's fit 20 games this year, just the six goals, um, averaging just under 20 touches a game, uh, 4.3 tackles, which is above average in the competition for midfielders, and we love that. Um, 21 years old. Did an absolute job on Lockie Neal, who I probably in hindsight wish he didn't because Lockie Neal would have won the Brownlow if he didn't. But anyway. I don't like it. Why don't we keep going? Yeah, well, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, again, fairly no amazing games. As I said, that Brisbane game on Neil up at the Gabba was amazing. He kept Neil very quiet and really got 26 touches of his own. I remember him bursting out the middle and slapping through a yep. goal from 50 from a stoppage from a centre clearance. Um, he's a good player to have at the club. And it is amazing. He's previously to this year, he's played two, nine, and three games yep. in a season. Cranked out all of them this year, did he? Or 20. So he's yeah. two. So yep. in a club that's criticised for the way we manage players and manage their injuries, that's a huge, huge win. We've got one right. Yeah. Um, and I hope no, great player, that. tackling machine, gun midfielder. He's 22 years old, 22, yeah, 22. Like, excited about the future of him. He's one you can pin your hopes on. Him and Hobbs and Perkins, guys like that, are gonna be a future important cognitive. Yeah, again, I feel bad because I have no issues with him, so there's not really a whole lot to talk about with him. It's um. That's fine. That's we we don't have to talk about every no, one of them but, for ten minutes. Like we just say, good. he's good, solid year, good, solid like, year. Look for more next year. It's natural to have more to say when they're shit house, I guess. Well, um, it is because yeah, I think what we said, what, what we want to see from Joe Caldwell is twenty-two more games next year, an improvement, a few more games like we talked about with that Neil game where he, you know, more defensive mid gets maybe fifteen to twenty way. possessions and you know holds someone accountable and also you know does a bit of work himself. So. That's what we're looking for. He he yeah. becomes a very important cog in our midfield because he's a he's a guy that we can shut down someone with, and that's really important to have. Now he's not going to probably shut down Crips or you know like um. But for that Rocky from... Neal, Tom Mitchell sized player, yeah, he's perfect. Like Petrarca, he's not going to go to him, but he could shut down Oliver. Yep. I think he did a job on Oliver sort of towards the end of the year, didn't he? Anyway, I played them once. No, oh, well, so he becomes that guy, which is really important weapon to have in any coach's arsenal Absolutely. to have. In his ass. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, come on. Uh, I'm going to copy Phil. Jai was a solid 7.5. Yeah, I yeah. Will run 100%. Oh. Right. Um, number seven, Zaki Merritt. Um, Zaki Merritt. Now, let's have a look here because I need to look at his goals. Right. 19 games, missed a few games early with syndesmosis. I still can't say it right. Um, so just the 19 games, well, just played 19 games. Six goals Six. him out of 19 games. That's higher than I would have thought, which is why I sound a little bit impressed. Um, but that falls into the like, below great. average for a midfielder. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Biggest um, knock on him. Great player. Biggest knock. Can't kick goals. Yep. 
Uh, in terms of stats, average 30, elite, 15 and a half kicks, elite, handballs above average, tackles above average, total clearances above average. Um, Everything's excellent. It just needs to kick goals. We know what we get from Zaki. Um, I think we were a little bit critical of him through the year. He just didn't seem himself. Well, they pushed him out to a wing. The entire club was shit. But they pushed him out to a wing, which I didn't totally agree with. I don't think he's a winger personally. Maybe he can be. I don't know. It was depend on who they're bringing through the midfield. But I mean, his best football for us has always been in that as that midfielder. So uh, interesting to see how that goes over the next few years because yeah. I, you know. We 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 agree that a wing is the wing is our big a big weakness for us. So I guess they're trying to push him out there to cover that, but then in doing that, he's taking away a very, very good player from the midfield. So yeah, anyway. I, I, I love the guy. I think he's heart and soul player. He's never gonna be a future captain, I don't think. I don't think he's got the personality for it. He doesn't seem aggressive or strong. Yeah, he's he's not a you know, beat your chest, get get the boys up sort of guy. He's a... He seems like just do what I'm doing and we'll be all okay. Um, so great player. Just kick a few more goals. Thanks, mate. That'd be just a real super bonus. To back up my point of him being a bit meh early in the year, from rounds mm-hmm. one to 16, we gave him two votes between us. And that was you giving him a two. I didn't give him any votes in the first oh, 16. So first 15 rounds. From round 16 to 23, he got seven best ons between us and another two votes. Well, that was very yeah. similar to his Brownlow too. If you look at his Brownlow numbers, yeah, back, he was back not polling very much until about that round 15, 16 when he went bang and jumped into you know 17 votes or something at the end of the year. Form's temporary class is permanent. He is a classy player. Yep, yep. And 100%. It, yeah, I'm not going to... Well, well, seven. I'll give him an eight. I think I think these ratings are a bit... Yeah, they're just numbers. Devastated, yep. Uh, um, I didn't know we were rating them. No, but neither did I. It was a bit spur of the moment, to be honest. Um, yep. Right, we'll move on. Number eight, blue-eyed, blonde-haired Ben Hobbs. The washroom boy. Um, let me find some statistics. First season, played 17 games, which is excellent as a first-year player. Um, eight goals to yep. most, which is, again... Better than our other midfielders. Some of the other midfielders, very good. But he did play forward. Um in terms of his benchmarking, he, he 14 and a half disposal, which is above average. I'm guessing he'd be a half forward by yeah, they would that. Have, truly. He's not a midfielder on those numbers. Um, handball's above average, marks above average, tackles average. Oh, so mm-hmm. I he is for first year player to at times be the most ferocious um, tackler and to mm-hmm. be what I perceive to be the most interested in winning and playing hard footy. Um, he kicks, well, he kicked a couple of goals. I can remember one goal, probably his first goal. He he celebrated and loved it. Like just real passion to be playing footy and playing for Essendon. So um, I don't really have, again, don't have much else to say. I think he was really solid and we got more than, more than what we could have expected out of his first season. He's a future leader, I think. He's got that personality that I think, you know, he's got the arrogance, the, you know, a bit of a, you know. A swagger. A bit of swagger. Like, um, he's got, rooster. hey. Good looking rooster. Okay. Um, he's, he's, he looks determined. He looks, he wants success. He's got all those sort of aspects. Um, I thought his kicking was a bit poor at different times. 
Um, yeah, his decision making was a bit poor at different times, but there was enough. I saw enough to say, yeah, he's a he's a really good pick. What are we getting for pick twelve or eleven? That ain't nothing. Thirteen was it? And he's he a very good. Slip that far. Yeah, he wasn't meant. To be, but he looks like he'll be a very good player for the future. Um, Two hundred games sort of player. So, you know, happy to have seen him play seventeen games. I know he hurt his shoulder in one of them. Remember, he, mm. he did. And, he he kept did so, and, and that seemed to affect him a little bit towards the end of the year too. So, no, no problems with him. <laughs> if we we're ranking him, I'd give him a twenty-five. Twenty-five, nice. I'll give him a seventy-six. Um, Mine was out of twenty-five. We've lost it now. Yep. Uh, we're eight players in. We've lost our ranking system. Uh, yeah, look, I'll echo what you said. I think the biggest, only issue I had was he got caught on his wrong foot when he mm. could have had shots at goal. If he just yep. had an opposite, I think when he, if he had a left foot, he could have kicked a couple more goals. I'm sure he's learning a few things oh, yeah, over the process of here. Don't hold on to it. Just yep. work on it, and yep, that's right. We'll be right. Um, number nine. Um, tempted Dylan. to say my boy, but I'm not sure. Um, he can, he can be your boy. He's one of the older. Old, one of the older players at the club, being that he is fourth oldest. No, well, Michael Hurley's gone. He's the third oldest player at the club now. Is that what, 29? <laughs> no, well, yeah, he'd be 30 in March. Yeah, right. Uh, we're talking, of course, about Dylan Shield. amazing, let's be honest. Who probably uh, unfairly copped a lot of criticism, from us included. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, it was an unfair, like the Sydney game was pretty embarrassing for him. He was poor, but I think we got swept up a little bit in it. Um, 19 games this year, just the three goals. So to circle back to your Draper comment, Draper kicked 12 goals for the season. Parrish, Merritt and Shield. He did not kick nine goals. He wears number nine. Uh, Also kicked 12. So they've equaled the output. Oh, God, that's hard. Um, Yeah, that's something that needs to improve 100%. Good call from you. Um, right. So, Dill, 22 or 23 disposals above average, um, elite in clearances, and he falls into that category with Parrish. Very good at centre clearances. Numbers drop way off for the stoppage clearances around the ground. Um, four and a half tackles as well, which is above average. That's what really impressed me. When he turned it round... He was getting more ball. He was getting more clearances, but he was tackling. He had a game late yeah. on where he got 10 tackles. Yep. And he kind of took it on his shoulders to go, oh, I've copped it. Fair yep. enough. This isn't good enough. And he came out. And that puts you higher in my books yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to turn it around. So I'm a big fan of him being able to do that. Yep. Um, I, I agree. He From that game where he nearly got dropped or... He was Got dropped, dropped yes. uh, whatever they're calling that. He was as good a player as anyone for the rest of the year, Yep, I would argue. Um, and he, the interesting thing about that is he now will be our second most experienced player at the club behind Heppel. Which is amazing, really. Mm. Which is con- concerning and amazing because... <laughs> Well, because of the th- the things we said at the start of this, he, you know, he didn't play well. He, you know, didn't, you know, he nearly got dropped. You know, like we're talking about, and then he responded really well and became a better player. Now, I hope to God that he just plays well all next year. You know, like he doesn't need a reason to play well. Like it's just yep, that's fair. Yeah, like just play well. You're you're the second most experienced player at the club. You need to be leading and telling these boys what to do think- and showing them what leadership is. Brad Scott will be a good coach for him, I think. I that. think Brad Scott will be good for a lot of these guys now that we yeah. go through it and we talk about that. We think we need that rough, tough 
Yeah. Can do it or get no out. No bullshit approach. Um, and just to feather in the cap of Dill, he led the competition for average center clearances. With yeah, he was 3.9. Awesome. awesome. Which to and lead the comp that, in any that, stat is pretty good. Yeah. But he had that old sprinting away from the center clearance thing back Bosive, again that yeah. we'd seen we hadn't seen for a few years. I thought he was getting away and hitting targets on that horrible left foot of his. Hey, 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 hey. It was not horrible. Oh, it was at times it was gonna be horrible. Anyway, um, I, again, really rate the turnaround. I don't yep. think we need to rate the man of 10 anymore. Um, yep. Good on you, Dill. Yep. Number 10, Wantaway, um, oh, incoming Frank. trade to Sydney, Aaron Francis. Look, For a fourth rounder. Uh, <laughs> fake knives. Um, if I can click on the right button here. Played four games in season 2022. Did kick yep. four goals. Wasn't horrible. Um, look. It just hasn't worked out for the guy. Whatever it is, he's a decent player. He was excellent when he's played VFL. I love the Frank. I'm just he's sad it never worked five. out for him. Pick, hey? five. pick five, I think he was. Pick four or five. Pretty high, yeah. Pretty high Parish, pick, yeah. Him and Parrish were successive yep. picks. He was first, actually. Yep. Um, I hope that's not an omen for the other successive picks. We've made. Anyway, I won't go into that. <laughs> Look. Fully support his decision to go somewhere else, and I would like. I hope it works. I have no ill feeling. It just hasn't worked. I just want to see him play some good footy. Um, I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah, no. Do love the Frank though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Likeable dude. Yep. Um, number eleven is Will Snelling. Not much to say, but he played. Um, Oh. Well, we have some criticisms. Of so here was shit house. That would be my criticism. <laughs> it's criticism. It's well, he came back and he'd been injured, and we sort of let it slide for a few weeks. Like you can give me stats, and I don't care because this is what I'm going to tell you: is he came back, he was he had a few weeks to get back, you know, and I, maybe he should have played more VFL because I think he kicked uh, something like one goal, no, no goals, zero for the goals, year. yeah, zero goals for the year, and I was getting pissed off every game at. I kept saying to you, but he's a small forward. Like at some stage, tackles are great, um, you know, all that other stuff. But you have to kick a goal. Like, you know, that's part of your job description. And I think the issue was that he was getting shots from 30 out. Oh, and not making the distance? And they wouldn't make the distance. Now, concerning. Massive concern. That's not good for a footballer. I'm 46. I can still kick 30 metres, I reckon. No, I just just scrape in, I reckon. Um Depends. Depends on the day. A wind. <laughs> Downhill. Um, again, I'm going to suggest you don't talk about Matt Guelphie when I say this. Mm-hmm. Finished third in the Brown... Oh, Brownlow, Jesus. He finished third in the Crichton in yeah. 2021. And we all sat there and went, yeah, he's a, he's a nuggety player. He just he tackles, he harasses, he, he's sort of smart around goals. Just saw none of it. And again, could be injury. He's not going anywhere. He's on the list next season. So definitely, he gets another chance to, to sort of go again. Yeah. Yeah, he's 25, so he's still got football in front of him. My concern was, um, and this is always the, you know, you don't know, was the year before more of a fluke or was the year, or, you know, was what we saw more consistent in what we're going to get? That, that I think, look, I'll be honest, he's not starting. I don't think he'll be starting in our best 22 round one. He'll no, be playing I, think, BFL. I think he's a reasonable depth player and yep. that's, that's enough for me. Yep. Um, Comments have stopped loading a little bit here, so I'm just going to... That's all right, I can fill. So anyway, the other day... I'll refresh and make sure I'm getting them all. Yep. Phil, if you're still here, just comment so I can see if they're coming through. Just say hi. Hi. Or anyone, anyone who's here, just say hi. Actually, that's actually Phil. 
All right, moving swiftly along. Maybe Phil left. Maybe Phil left at maybe. pick eight. With this maybe. is shit, guys. I'm out. Yeah, maybe. Um, look, we're going to fly through a bit more now. We've been going an hour, so we'll try and pick up the pace. Tommy Cutler, no, delisted. We're slowing down. We're going to make this painful. Oh, Matt said hi. Thanks, Matt. They are working. Oh. Appreciate you. Um, Tommy Cutler, delisted. Bit harsh, I thought. Don't think he was yeah. bad depth to have around the club, but. Agree. I thought he was a very good depth player. Like he's a very good VFL player. He had a couple of games where he had thirty high thirty touches. And I would have thought you'd want guys like that at the club, you know. That, like it's not. Yeah, like if if there's a you know raft of injuries, he's a great guy to come in and play just a half back role and you know, or a winger role, just to cover some ass. He's certainly not best twenty four or five, but not he's the worst dead. player I've seen. And he's only as I said, he's twenty he's twenty eight. I guess that's uh, fair enough. Twenty eight, maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, anyway, it delisted, so it won't waste too much time. Uh, Phil, yep, still here just at work and having to do some actual work. Phil, <laughs> don't lie. What a loser. No, that's fine. Um, no, I didn't go that <laughs> far, Sam. That was pretty. Phil, I'd like to apologize. <laughs> oh, no, he's back. He's Cutler. Cutler was a better mini sub than Ham. I would be a better yeah. mini sub than Ham. I agree, because uh, the thing about Cutler is he I... could play. He could play that half back. He could even go forward. He could play on the wing. He could yep. play, you know, just different roles. He wasn't great at them, but it was, was decent. You know, he, you know, he was tall. He was, yeah, anyway, he's gone. So it doesn't matter. Gonski, yep. Right. In the spirit of moving swiftly along, Nick Cox just played the five games. Really hard to comment. So I don't think we need to talk much. We just I'm fascinated to see where he goes next year. That's going to be a really fascinating. What he what I, what, I, what I'm really interested in is body body shape in 2023. Mm. Has he put on a kilo? What did you know he's two meters tall? Please tell me he's more than whatever he started was. What 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 was his weight when he started? Because well, I hope he's into the 90s now because well, he needs four to kilos according to the website. Well, he needs to get into the high 90s. That needs to be his next goal. Put on some kgs. If he wants advice, I, I'm I'm there. Well, Sam, if he wants to get into the advice, I can offer some advice on putting on kilos. Um, Okay, number, number, number 14, Mr. Jordan Ridley, reigning Crichton medalist up until a few nights ago. Um, 20 games, no goals. That's okay. You're a defender. Um, Elite in disposals, not above average. That says below average for tackles, but that's okay. Elite in disposals, he's Mr. Consistent, although probably wasn't quite as... What? I was going to say consistent again. It just seemed a bit weird to say it twice. He got a Brownlow vote, I remember. A vote. (laughs) Congrats. Exciting. On that, Jordan. Um, Be solid. I think we have too many defenders around his height, but that's not his fault. Yeah, so what is he? 192, 79 kilos I've got on my list. What have you got? Oh, Essendon website has him on nine fives. Anyway, we have around, around that 193, 194, we seem to have a lot of our defenders fall into that height category. And it's well, and this is why he makes a really good defender at not playing on the tallest defenders. But if he's playing on the medium size to maybe even the not small smalls, but you know, the medium sort of below medium, then he's very, very good. But if he's stuck on the, you know, the Mackays or the the Hawkins or those guys. Oh, well, they're all going to get a bath against we're those We're freaking guys. in trouble, which yeah. does did happen a bit this year. Yeah. And Again, same with the guy we're going to move on to next. Absolutely worth noting that Jordan Ridley is still 23. Oh, 100%. He is... So, he, yeah. We just... I think the sad thing about it is he, as, as you said, he was he had an awesome year in 21. And, you know, I think he was he all Australian? No. 
Might no. have been in the 40. He wasn't 20. He was in the 40, yeah. So he was in the 40. Whereas this year, he wouldn't have been in the 90. You know, like, he wasn't he just... He wasn't horrible still, but yeah. He... Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't... He certainly took a step backwards. And and that's, that's always d- disappointing. Not unexpected. Football players can't have, you know, every year the greatest year in and their career, but... Could also be a bit more commentary on the team as a whole in our defence oh, yeah, as the yeah. team would have had exactly. a sort of Again, next that. year is going to be really interesting to see how we defend and our defenders play. Because yeah. we were quite critical of a lot of them and we still don't know, and time will tell, if it was the players or the, 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 the style. style. Time will tell that. If we turn up next year and we're still doing the same thing, we'll go, well, surely it's the players now because... The coach, new coach wouldn't have rolled up. So we'll do what we were doing last year, boys. It's time to go well. Yeah, Brad just walks in. Whatever happened, just do it again. <laughs> She'll be right. Um, yeah. uh, Phil Riddle's got figured out this year by opposition. Yeah, probably fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But, and again, what you were saying as well is he had to play on some more quality opponents as well, which wouldn't yeah. have helped. All right, moving on to uh, Liberto, Jamie Liberto, number 15. Are you right? Can I? What's on the Muppet song? Moving right along. Go. Anyway, uh, 22 games for Lav. Um, Okay, I got a lot of tough, tough assignments. Um, was playing on your Hawkins, was playing on your Mackay, was playing on blokes that were 10 centimetres taller than him constantly until BZT came in later in the year. And I'm not even going to look at his stats. He fought hard. He's tough as nails and he lost some battles. He won some battles and I got no problems with the football he played. And won won the Adam Ramanaskis most courageous player for that reason. Like he's he's all heart and soul. Give him 100% his courage. The problem was he was hopelessly out pointed on many occasions because he was playing against guys that were just too big and we didn't have anyone down there that we could send against those bodies and the issue is I don't think he can ever be that guy because he's he can't get taller and he can't get much stronger so between him and I'm this is why I'm fascinated between him Redmond uh you know Ridley and if Heppel's going to stay down there or McGrath like who's going to be our tall and small defenders down there so that'll be really interesting yeah. Um, again, another one of those defenders that falls into one nine three. Yeah. So it's not quite big enough, not quite fast enough. Just if he was one nine eight, he would be a super super defender, like all Australian defender. Nothing wrong with his work rate at all. Nope. Um, and skill and a bit like he can body well and all that sort of stuff. But in the end, he just arms aren't long enough and legs aren't strong enough, you know, to do what he needs to do. You, you get what you said. He's not going to get any taller. You can't nope. make yourself taller. So. Nope. Yeah, tough gig. Um, number 16, Archie Perko Perkins. Um, kicked some, well, kicked a critical goal, I remember, against Hawthorne. Uh, 18 games, 16 goals. Good return for a 20 year old. For a second year, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, again, nothing really standing out with his. Um, his Moved to the midfield a bit more towards the end of the year because of. Yeah, I think that with that whole pushing um, merit around the ground, and they sort of changed up their midfield rotations a bit. Yep. Sorry, I thought you were going to keep talking, so I tried to get a quick yawn in. Um, we're average... up to sixteen, Sam. Hold it together, buddy. <laughs> I know it's a school night. Gonna... We're not even halfway through. Yeah, we'll get quicker because the, the the higher the number, the less likely we are to really happier they get. Yeah, except for forty three. Um, 
he showed enough development. He moves well. He's got a bit of that sidestep agility sort of ability. Yep. Um, and I think, what did I say? 16 goals, 16 goals in 18 games. That's good for a 20 year old again, young yep. player. So, yeah, no, he falls. He's 20 years old or 21, whatever. He's got so much football in front of him. He, we've seen glimpses of this brilliance of stepping around players and kicking goals. Very excited about the future. No problem with him. Move on to the next one. I say he's he's a gun. And the most impressive thing is he backs himself to do it. Yeah, love that. Love takes it on. And his body will get bigger and stronger and he'll get better and better at that. And he will turn into a very, very good midfielder. Yeah. Agreed. Um, look, we're going to fly through some of these. It's number 17, James Stewart. 16 games. Uh, 16. Take off 10. 16, Six games. Yeah. Six games, four goals. Really only came back as a forward at the end of the season. Um, I think he played maybe the first three games. And then He's cruising limbo. Possibly the last three. Again, no issue with depth as a forward to back up. Well, to back Jones. Up and the, well, Jones back up and Jones and guys like that. Yep. Perfectly fine. Don't see him in the best 22. Nope. But again, you need... Not good enough to be a defender players. because he was playing defence and then they took him out of that, him. even though we were short. We yes. were short at all. <laughs> Not at all. That's been our saying all year. Yep. Um, you got to have depth at football clubs. So I think that's what he is. Yep. And again, move on because what else do you say? 29. He's 30 this year. No, he's 29 this year. Uh, first retiree on the list, number 18. Michael Hurley. What was Dennis nice. Smith? Second retiree of the year. <laughs> Number I went through it. <laughs> oh Again, we're not going to talk about Michael Hurley's season. He played one game of football, came back, kicked a goal, created a lovely moment with the Richard And now has a getting around him. A role at Essen as a welfare officer or something? Or you don't know. Uh, I, I know he got a role. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, something like that. Someone can comment if they know. But oh, that's great to have him around the club. Again, he's, I'm very happy to have guys like that around the club. He's an Essendon, per- Essendon person. He's one of those. He's ones. a good person. He's not yep. just an Essendon person. He's a good person. And you'd be hard pressed to find an Essendon fan that don't like him. Like, oh, I'm sure he could. There's a lot of dicks out there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, love your hurls. Move on. Oh, it'll be a controversial one for us. Um, look, give it to his stats. I I will. You just you wait. Twenty-one games, um, which means over two seasons at Essendon, he has played forty-three out of a possible forty-five games. Um, I mean, he kicked two goals. That's kind of irrelevant given his position. Um, as a halfback. He is above average for disposals, above average for kicks, below average for handballs. I don't have an issue with that. Um, and above average for metres gained. But he's average at handballs. Uh, sorry, he's average at tackles and average at marks. I think the biggest thing I can say about Nikai that sums him up for me pretty perfectly is that when he has the ball, he's lightning. He's quick, he's damaging, he's beautiful mm. to watch. When yep. he doesn't have the ball, mm. he's slow and can't like, catch anyone. He can't no. seem to he said everyone seems quicker than him when he's got when he's when he hasn't got the ball, but when he's got the ball, no one can catch him. There was that Dacoff's goal the second game against yep. Collingwood where he just got Couldn't catch him. Yeah. And and I'm sure if it was going the other way, he would have just burnt him away. So no, he shits me to tears. I, I don't like him, I'm gonna be honest. I'm he's gonna get it out there. 
Um, I don't know if he's right for our club anymore. I've said it there. I'm a bit more, I don't know if pragmatic's the right word. It sounds yep. smart. It could be the wrong word entirely. I would like to see him trialled in maybe a small forward role a bit more consistently. He kicked that lovely goal against Sydney to seal that game, which yep. just showed a little bit of movement tackle, around so the stoppage. Well forward for us. A little bit of movement around the stoppage and was able to chuck the ball in the boot from 40 out and it sailed through. Um, kicked a lovely running goal last year against Hawthorne. Like he has that ability around goal. So I don't like having two attacking halfbacks in Redmond yep, and him. Exactly. So... And we had that issue with um, the Irishman and um, yes. Saad. Yep, correct. We, so... we, you and I got sick of the fact that they'd both be running up the ground to try and kick goals and then mm-hmm. the ball get turned over and where the fuck are they now? You can have Why are they so slow when they're chasing? But probably just one. Yeah, and that's why I think Redmond is a better player at it personally i think he's a better player overall marking kicking you know reading the play which is really important Even getting forward i would say redmond kicked more goals yeah. than Hind. yep um so I, I think the thing that frustrates me about hind is that he thinks he's now this attacking defender which I, I, I look i think for me i'd have the ambrosio playing instead of him yep would you would you would you stick him in the forward line it would depend on it would depend on the development of the guys like the Davies. It would depend on what where you're gonna play Ben Hobbs. It would depend on, you know, you can't have Laverde, uh, sorry, Langford, him, you know, there's too many forwards. So yeah. Depth. He, so you you'd put him in. He's depth, depth he's depth, depth he's a depth defender for me. Fair enough. I agree with that as a defender. I wouldn't be against him being chucked up forward for a few pre-match games and just... I don't have a problem with that, but I just, I've got to see the other... Who, who else is playing down there? Pre-season games. Yeah, well, we can't really comment on that because we don't know what the Davy brothers are going to come in. And, yeah, anyway. So, yeah. I, I've got I high hopes from those, sadly. Phil agrees. He said um, inconsistent needs to get the Jets going more often. Well, the afterburners, yep. as that dickhead on Fox says. Uh, he's a forward when he was with St Kilda's VFL side. It'd be interesting to see some numbers from that. And I don't think you play Hind before Tex. Agree in sentiment, mm. but Tex is mm. probably just developmentally not quite. Yeah, well, yeah. Tex is someone that I think in two years could be playing definitely in our side well ahead of him, but yeah. we'll see his development over that time. All right, we're going to move on. Because oh, do we need? We this. don't need to spend time on the next one. We don't. <laughs> no, we do. We don't. We absolutely do. Ten um, out of ten. My favorite, my favorite number twenty, Peter Wright. Um, ten and ten is twenty. I twenty-two goal, twenty-two goals. Try again. Twenty-two games. Learn to read. Twenty-two games. I was excited to get to the goals bit. Fifty-three goals. Not only that, fifty-three goals, twenty-six. Incredibly accurate. Um, I'm not even going to read his stats. I just love the man. And can I also mention just turned twenty-six in this month? In oh no, September. Sorry, the month just gone. He turned twenty-six. So there's six, seven years of football left in him without a problem. If you look at Tom Hawk, it could be eight. I cannot, and I've said it a thousand times during the year, cannot emphasise enough how much I love a bloke that can kick fucking set shots. I love a bloke who can take a mark too and kick and the set that. shot. But what fascinates me is you watch any player around the league just about. When they have a set shot from 50-55, they arc. They run around yeah, on yeah, the yeah. preferred side to get mm-hmm. the distance. Mm-hmm. He is just all in a straight line. Yeah, some worse than the most others. glorious thing I've yeah. ever seen. Hundred percent. Hey, um, did you know too? He's over two meters. He is two hundred. He is two meters yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah. Um, seven seater. 
case you were wondering how many he seats. Um, no, look, the AFL super... put... Okay. The AFL put a website up, a website, put a video on YouTube, Christ, of all of his goals from 2022. Mm, I did say there that. Is, I did you can just skip forward to the second Sydney game yep. at the MCG. He has a set shot from the members' wing side of the ground. He kicks it from what Fox Sports said was 58 metres. And it hit the fence on the full behind yeah. him. Okay, let's move on. Peter Wright, no, unreal. That is unbelievable. And he did not arc. Oh, love you, Pete. Fourth right. rounder, too. Just now, to now, now it's boring. So Fourth um, rounder. It's going to be flat now. Gold Coast Sun. We might not have got the bows and pick seven, but we got him off him. We got them off a few years ago. So. There we go. I was waiting for Phil's comment. Seven seater, 10 leader, big Peter. He's the best bargain pickup the club's ever seen. Dodo got one right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to think Sam and Nathan told. But anyway, we're moving on. Well, we called it before, but anyway. Send him an email. Whatever. Uh, right, number 21. We'll, we'll fly through the rest because I don't care anymore. We've talked about Pete. Um, 21, Dyson Heppel. Uh, again, probably a little bit on the controversial side for us, maybe. Yep. Second games. oldest player on the list now. Yep. 22 games, nabbed to four goals, um, above average in disposals, elite for handballs, elite for marks, and below. Oh, sorry, just average for tackles. I don't know about Dyson anymore. I was curious that the fact that I noted that he was in the last two or three games, he was playing a lot more of a forward role. He's played defense, he's played forward, he's played, he's on, played the on a wing because we try to cover him. Yeah. We're going. Yep. I felt like he was, I felt like, and this will be interesting how it goes this year, I felt like he was just put places to be um, out of the way. Yeah, yep. sort of. Again, I, 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 I thought he should have, I thought he could have retired, or if this Gold Coast thing was real, yeah, I wandered up there for a few years personally. I'd, I'd really, he'll be an important player because, you know, we don't have senior players. I get that. But his role in the team will be really interesting because I think we'd all agree he wasn't great as a halfback flanker. He wasn't great as a wingman or a midfielder and he's not a forwards asshole. So I don't want to disrespect the captain and this isn't about the people. He's a great person no. around the club. That's and right. Comes across very, saying. very well as just a bloke, as a dude, yep. as a footballer, he stinks. And I don't know how he's his time has, has passed him. I don't know how he's in a side. If he's captain, you kind of have to be in the side, don't you? Yeah. Well, unless you're incredible. You can't really name the guy captain and then go, sorry, champ, your depth. Well, uh, he, he, you, what was his votes? He won the best and fairest in 2014. He was, his first couple of seasons, he won yep. the rising star. He was future captain at the time. He, which oh, he, did he, did he make our top 10 this year? Uh, no. no, he didn't. No. From 22 I mean, played, games as well. Yeah, I was going to say, he played every game and didn't get in the top 10. I mean, that says, I don't know what that says, because says I think the Mac Guelphie one's weird. But that says to me, we wouldn't have given him in any votes now. He wouldn't have got votes in any sort of thing. So, just fascinating. Anyway, let's move on from that one, because I don't know what else we can say. Then I well, don't know how much football he plays next year. Correct. Yep, I'm with you. Um I think what we can all agree on is his speech in front of the Essendon legends at that Carlton game. Yep. We all would have fucked up. So 10 out of 10 for that. Excellent. Yeah, that's probably I would have been 
in a ball on the ground. You would have so, had we coming out. Absolutely. Um, great place to leave it. Uh, number 22, Sammy Durham. Studs. The second best Sammy at the club. Third if you include me. But yeah. Um, 20 games for, for Durham this year. Five goals. Played on the wing. Inconsistent, but I, I'm okay mm-hmm. with that for a 21-year-old. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. fine. Um, mm-hmm. Probably more of a winger than some others at the club. So Definitely a winger. That's the only hard, role I think he could play. But Runs hard both ways, which is nice. Um, yep. Did some really nice things at times. And again, for a 21-year-old, that's all I need too. to see. He, he does have some derpy moments. But that's what you get from a 20-year-old. 21, it's fine. Yep. 20, yeah, it's fine. I, look, don't have a problem. Put another preseason through him, see where he comes. Yep, absolutely. At worst case, he's good depth. Very good depth. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to set the world alight. Like he doesn't. Like he doesn't have the polish. I'd like to say, but he certainly he gives the effort. And he's. I'll tell you what I really liked about him was stood out to me was overhead marking. A lot of times one on one, he took a lot of marks against one on ones that I thought, oh, he's in trouble here. And then boom, you take a nice yep. hanger or something like that. Yep, right. It. Mm. Um, but no, he's he's he he's certainly something to work with. We've got to be careful with the whole works hard comment. Because yeah. it's not so good enough for some. But when you're a kid trying to find your way and you were a rookie pick in the mid-season draft, whatever he was, if you work hard, you're trainable, you're teachable as a kid. But I also think that every player, every AFL player should work hard. Like, yeah, I think it's the all, base expectation. It's like we all do at work. Like we don't sit around freaking all day doing nothing. Like we all work hard. But like we did today. We had a meaningful chat at work today. About work. We solve problems. It was weird. Um, Number 22, 23, try again. 23, Harry Jones, injury interrupted season, 10 games, 13 goals, perfectly good return. Um, Missed the biggest kick of his life. Did did rather unfortunately cost us against Collingwood. No, he didn't cost us directly. But But if he kicked it, we would have won the game. Yeah, that would have been nice. Um, I wonder if Truck would have kept his job if we'd won that one. Probably. You could really how blame him. You, how much can you put on one kick of a football? I'd probably say that was it because you would have thought if we won that game, we probably would have had more momentum, maybe win the next game and boom, season's all right. But no, we lost that game into poo. Xavier Campbell would still have a job. Oh, probably. Clarkson would never have been spoken with us, so that would have been nice. All your fault, Harry. Um, <laughs> again, he's 21, no issues. He's coming along nicely. And I love he's... Yep, that's no, yep. all I can say. Yep. 24, Nick Bryan. Bryan. It's my best. Played what? Do we, do we go for impression? Five. Five. Oh, Played a couple towards the end. Yep. Um, look, he'll, all his stats say he's below average, but I don't think that's really relevant. He's 20 years old. He's 203 centimetres, and he looks to be a pretty solid ruckman for a 20-year-old. He finished third or fourth in the VFL best and fairest. He'd won it the year before. Absolutely dominates VFL. His hit out numbers yep. in the VFL are incredible. Forty every game. He's just a young ruckman. They take longer. He's got he's got the potential you want to see. He's got attributes that work as a ruckman. So yeah, we need and, a second ruckman at least, if not a third. So him and Phillips are very very important players at our club because Draper, you know, anything could happen. Well, yeah, you don't know. That's right. Yeah, God forbid. But yeah, um, wouldn't surprise me if he generates some interest this off-season, next off-season, because yep, if he's not getting a game, teams are going to be saying, hey, Nick, you're too that's good to be sitting on the bench, mate. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Um, that's about it. 
25, Jake Stringer. Uh, just, I'll oh, say just, I don't even know how many games. 15 games Oof. for Jake this year. 25 goals, pretty good return. Absolutely stunk, stunk up the house against Carlton. Oh. Back from injury, but other than that, above average for disposals. Um, elite for tackles, again, just based on his positioning. Important player to have at the club, but I think his best is behind him, and I think his body's continuing his to body's slow like, him down, yeah. yeah. Um, Only 15 games this year, what, 19 last year or something like that? Um, you know, correct. just... 19, oh, well done. Thank you. Uh, just, just I think I think the dream of him playing this midfield, you know, like He's if you look not, at... No. Yeah, look at Dugowie, who can can do it all year, can go in and play that midfield and then have a little effect up forward. Stringer can't do that. His body just won't let him do it. Interestingly, why I bring up a quick topic, I heard Dodoro say that um, Truck wanted us to get um, the goey. And since Truck has been moved on, that the levels at the Essen Football Club and that acquisition have gone ooh, down. Interesting. I didn't know that. That is interesting. Yeah. Dodoro is quoted like he was asked. And that's, oh, we don't want to get too much into it. That kind of sums up the last couple of years. Patch jobs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why would you go? I understand to go, he's a very, very good player, but he's not solving need, any problems. Yeah. Do we need that? Is that the player we need at the club? Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. Anyway, Jackie Stringer, mm-hmm. as far as clubmen go and passion and all that. He's the only one with tats. Elite. Um, Love his celebrations. He's an Essendon player now. I don't think of him mm. as a Bulldog player. Nope. He's Essendon through and through. But, yeah, I'm with you. I reckon time as a midfield is probably done. And stick him forward line if you can get... He could, kick, he could easily kick 40-plus Easily kick 40-plus goals. Got great value to the team. And still have those little bursting moments through the midfield. Just a little, you know... Even just the forward stoppages. To be roaming yep. around those stoppages yep. is... Yep. Good. Yeah. Um... Again, yeah, so I think we'll leave it at that for him. Um, Still only 28, so plenty of football left. Yeah, you got plenty left. 20, 20, 20, 26, Kyle Hooker, Caden Baldwin, four games, two goals, debuted on Anzac Day, I believe. Yep. No, he did, played round one. He played round yeah. One. There you go. Get it right to I was winning a cricket grand final that day, so. I oh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, oh, sadly, you and myself. <laughs> People push this out. Numbers. What are you pushing out? Numbers are pretty average. Um, so again, don't need to go too much into him. He's twenty year old. He's yeah. a project for the future. Yep. Cost us nothing. See what happens. Yep. Play VFL again. Get a whole year of VFL into him. See where he's at the end of that. Keep him fit. Yep. yep. Uh, twenty-seven red dog. <laughs> Mason Redmond. Um, oh, curious one for us. We started the year being yep. talking let's about be honest. whether or not let's he be was honest. inside. Yep. And we end the year saying he is one of our best players. And people are talking about his captain option. I don't know about that. I'm not sure about that. But um, 20 goals, 20 goals. That's the 17th time I've done that. 20 games. They both start with G. Can we change that? 20 games, three goals. Um, the goals he kicked, I'm imagining, were all from outside 50 with a cheeky handball or a quick little play on. Um, he's above average in disposals, kicks, marks, and meters gained. And, has and five brown low votes. Nice red dog. Just played the 80 games in his career, 25, yep. still plenty yep. of 
plenty heaps of potential yep room to move um that's why i don't think that like i don't see how the the um captaincy thing works like for me he should he's got to get another 20 maybe 40 games into him i don't think he's get... captain and that's no disrespect to him he just no 100 just... is that kind of player yeah uh, um, I think the captain somewhere has to be around the best player as well as someone usually who plays a bit more. Be, yeah. Um, I think you have to be nearly the best player. If you look at most clubs, they're in the top two or three. And he's certainly around that much. I'm not saying he's not in our best. Qualities yeah. through your junior footy comes from you being good. And mm. yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Anyway. anyway, we love the Red Dog. Um, he is our halfback. He is the interceptor. He is the runner. He is the goal kicker going the other way if he wants to be. So, um, yep, top top five player at the club, in my That's humble it. opinion. Uh, Alistair Lord did not play a game, so we'll just breeze past him. We're not going to spend too much time on VFL. Do love the look of him, though. Stats. Uh, Jake Kelly, who hilariously <laughs> is wearing an Adelaide jumper on his profile on the Essendon page but has Waller behind him just to make sure we snuck Essendon in there somehow. Uh twenty one games snabbed a goal against Sydney, well, I believe. Horrible watch, yep. It was the most awful goal you'll ever see in your life, but he kicked a goal. And seventh in our seventh in our BNF above average for marks is really the only statistical thing to write home about. I'm gonna say he was pretty average, but I'm also gonna preface that with the fact he probably didn't play the role he was best suited to for most of the year. He seemed to get a tall, then a short, then a tall, then a tall, then a short. And I don't like a lot of what I saw, but I don't know how much of that's just on the structure of the whole team defense and all that crap nonsense again. So I'm indifferent on Kel. Yeah, look, um, I feel the same. I I thought he was coming to the club for a specific role and then for half the year he didn't do that and the other half he did and he was a bit better at it. So a fascinating one for next year to see how he plays or what role he plays. It is going to be really It didn't feel right this year. Something didn't feel right. With a new coach. Yeah. How much change we see in that kind of player and their role. Mm. Mm, yeah. But, oh, yeah, I mean, in, he gets next year, and then we can make probably a bit more of a informed call. Yeah, like he's he's a he's got a lot of attributes that should be very good. He, I just, I don't know. Yeah, he's he's twenty. He's twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah. Well, like you said, though, he was recruited yeah. for a specific role. Yeah. We thought that he just never played. Yeah. Well, he only played towards more towards the end when we actually saw yeah. some of his better football. So maybe if he played that all year, we could anyway. This is hard to say. I, I thought he had a good year, but at stages I really hated him. There you go. I uh, yeah, frustrating, but yeah, yeah, okay in patches. Um, yeah. someone we can get hyped about. Yep. Number 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 thirty. Uh, Brandon Zerk Thatcher, the hyphenator. Yep. BZT. Uh, twelve games, and I would imagine all of them. They played they... around four, five, six, eight, and then from oh, sixteen really? onwards. It was awesome. As far as as far as uh, redemption stories, as far as turning your whole career around in mm. in what did I say, twelve games oh. of football. As far as stories for us as a, for players, there's none apart from Peter Wright, maybe none better than Zerk Thatcher. He was unreal. he was our he was our best tall defender 
from whenever he came in in that round, whatever he said. Round 16. Round 16, there for the rest of the year. He was our best tall defender by the stretch of the so Flemington straight. Like, he was so good. Like, he, he didn't get beaten. He he looked like, and I'm going to make a comment that will oh, be yep, stupid. Like he looked like Sauce at stages. Like, seriously, there were moments when he, he reminded me of Silvani. Like, I, I was like, geez, that was very Silvani. Like, the way he sort of rubberized himself around and got down in the ball and then got off a handball or something like that. I went, oh, that was there really was, There was one really moment impressive. sort of... that. Is in really in my head. I think it was against Sydney. They had a nice little. It was at the G. Anyway, yep. nice little chip kick inside fifty. It was a beautiful kick to a forward, and yep. one of those kicks that you go, "Well, fuck all you can do about that as a defender." Yep. And he just got this little Dustin Fletcher like little boop in. Yep. Didn't give away the free kick. Punched the ball clean away. Ah, oh, love it. Yep. No, I, defenders really, if you don't notice them, generally that's a good thing. Yep. But we noticed him, and it was for. So much good, yeah. And he's in that right height bracket, like he's in the high one nineties. Yeah. yeah, so he can, you can if, again. He's probably a little bit in the thin side, but um, what's, well, it what doesn't matter if you. Yeah, can, but it wouldn't mind a few more kilos on him. That's all. Yeah. But hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be like Harris. What's his name? Two names of Brisbane. Harris Andrews. <laughs> yep, he seems to get a buyer looking like a skinny little wet rat. But you know, that's. <laughs> I like it. Um, and anyway, that moves us on to the next tall guy well, who could play any role for us. I think what, just one last thing on BZT. Yeah. What really changed was confidence. He yeah. seemed to just seemed to realize he know what it. he was doing. Mm. He looks. So we'd seen strange. that in the VFL what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. And then um, we saw it in the AFL. Well, we hadn't seen it in the AFL, and then we all of a sudden did, and we went, "Oh, I reckon the penny has dropped. It's clicked for him. He's like, all right, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I got big this. fan, yeah. big fan of what we saw. Well done, yep. BZT. Awesome." Um, or Zach Reed, Zachy Boy Reed. I mean, only played seven seven, seven games, and was He's, came in and then was pushed back into the VFL from probably behind Zerk Thatcher. Really, yeah. So he played, yeah, sort of in that times. BZT was out round yep. seven to thirteen, and then he only came back for that last game against Richmond. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot to talk about. He he's very nonplussed about things. He seems very calm, very measured. But he's a two hundred and two centimeter twenty year old. Yep, exactly. He's gonna take time. Yep, and and he's also come off a couple of injuries too that that probably and have slowed down his development yeah. too. So, yeah, no, I agree. I, I th- there's a massive talent there. We'll just see if we can get him in the park for a bit more time. Yeah, and that might be VFL. Like he might oh, just get through absolutely. a year of VFL. If yeah. he can play a full season of VFL, great. Yep, awesome. Yep, no yep. issues. I've uh, skipped over Brandon Eyre again. Brandon Eyre? Josh. Josh, Josh close enough. Um, and we'll go on to fan Brandon, favorite. Brandon, Zerk, Thatcher and Josh. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah, yeah gotcha. Yeah. Uh, fan favourite, Braden Ham. Fucking spud. <laughs> Had pictures of someone's, I don't know. Um, How does he play 11 games of football for the Eston Football Club this year? Explain that to me. I can't. He is below average in every single stat, which he's might below be below average in all. He's below average in height and ability. Yeah, um, the stats thing might be a bit swayed by the fact he was sub. Oh, if yeah, I was going to be, I think there, anyone that's but... ever watched him play would go, "Why? Why?" He offers nothing, and again, it he's still uncontracted. So I don't know if we're just hoping we get a trade for him for. Who's going to trade? I don't for him? know. No. If he stays on the list, which I'll be amazed if he does, it'll be no. interesting to see if he plays. I'll in the write a letter. 
I'll write, yeah, I'll mark away with my bloody membership. I would rather, see, to go back up our list, I would rather have us kept um, Cutler. Yep. Cutler at 28 than him. Because don't forget, Brandon Ham is... Braden. He's 20... Braden, sorry. Brandon, Braden. Thatcher. Thatcher. He's 20... He's played, what, 34 plus... He's played 45, nearly 50 games of football. Yeah, like, it's he's incredible. Not, He's, he's 23 years old or whatever. He's played 50 games before. He's not like a, you know, the rookie draft. That, you know, he's been at the club a long time and there's yep. nothing happening. Yeah. Obviously, the coaches see something. So, I, again, really interested mm. to see what happens if he stays around with Brad Scott. And, yeah, it'll be interesting. But yep, I agree. Um, fair D-list for me. Yep. Uh, number 34. Uh, Oldest player on the list. Aaron Francis 2.0. Uh, flipper. No one's ever seen them both in the same room. Yeah. Maybe we're um, trading him to Sydney. <laughs> we'll just send him and hope they don't notice. Yeah. <laughs> Bring him on um, to do some ruck work. No, that'll suck. <laughs> uh, 10 games, four goals. I, Great backup ruckman. His stats are pretty shite, but yeah, awesome backup ruckman. Yep. Um, really you need a guy like that games. on your list, a 30-year-old ruckman. You just need yep. him on your list. They're just valuable. And he's so normal. Like, Yep. I saw a little so, snippet of him doing an interview about his family. He's just uh, doesn't give a shit. He's playing yeah. footy, but none of the big headedness that goes with that. He's uh, just there to like, do a job. And uh, as you said, everyone fan. needs a backup ruckman in their thirties. Like every club yep. has them. Yep. You've spoken to one on the phone recently. Yep. Um, <laughs> Rush phone there. Could have been a premiership ruckman, but anyway. Could have been a five-time premiership ruckman, <laughs> but doesn't have any. Can you work out who that is? Poor guy. There's a trivia for you all. We won't name names though. No. Um, yeah, no issues with Flipper. He's so no, no, 100%. Right. Oh, number 35. Now, here's the one you've all been waiting for. That's fucking wealthy. Waiting for. I'm going to go first here because yeah, you're, you you, you're, you've got some opinions that I don't necessarily agree with. I think he's one of our best players, probably third best player at the club. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, 20, 20 games for Guelph this year, 17 goals. Um, above average. On at disposals, handballs, marks, um, and fantasy somehow with an average of fifty six point five. That's small forward, I guess. Um, he didn't kick goals in six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten games. So ten of his twenty games he didn't kick goals, which means in ten games he kicked seventeen goals. If you get my drift there, um, yep. Chris rules in the house and called him a spud. Well, I'm not going to disagree with that. Hang on. Let me get there. He's 25, right? So he's right on that borderline of what we said about Durham and he works hard and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Guelph's getting a little bit beyond that. You need to be a bit more consistent and a bit Mm -hmm. more, well, a bit more consistent. You can't just fly by on working hard. When Guelph, he plays a good game of football, mm. that GWS game, he kicked four goals and was clearly our best player. Yep. He's good. He's very good. He's good. He's good. I won't say very yeah, that's good. That's very good. good. A big, yeah. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's best 22. He's good. Best 22. I will go along with that statement. However, he's inconsistent and can serve up some absolute stankers, which is why it blows our mind that he came third in our best and fairest. That is all I have to say. You can tear him a new one now if you. No, I won't. No, Sam, I won't. I think he's the best, third best player in our in our team. Um, the the issue I have with him is that he the same facts you gave. He is twenty five years old. He's played eighty three games at our club. 
or so, 85, something like that. 93. 93. Um, he should be better by now. And maybe the third and the best and fairest is saying that. But here's my point about that. Number one was, um, and, uh, and Chris will get this because I gave it to him the other day. Number one was right. He could go to any other club and get a game. Yep. Yep. Number two was Zach Merritt. He could go to any other club and get a game. Number three could not go to any other club and get a game. And that's my, but I, I, I think he's a, a fine player to have at our club. I get why he's at the club. He's, you know, he's a clubman. Like he he won some other the award. Best clubman award. Yep. Best clubman award. And as you're right, when he, he gives effort, and I get that, that's really important, but you've got to have ability as well. And I he, think he has ability to. I think clear. he has ability, but he, if he's playing a small forward role, he will be pushed out hopefully in the next few years by the Wanganese, the Davies. Like, here's a question Would you have Hind or him as a small forward? Uh, they're way too different. Okay. I would have Guelphie in the side before Hind. Yep. Uh, and I told we told a lie. He didn't win best clubman. Redmond won that. Oh, he won something. He won he the McCracken won... Medal, but I don't know what the freaking hell that is. Oh, that's um. I guess that's just like the best. You know, is that like the best effort? You know, like the but what, what do you used to get at footy under fourteens? Like he turned up to every training session. Sort of <laughs> he thing. Got a, he got a he got a certificate for Maccas. Yep. He got the best. The yeah. That's what that feels like. That's the best. You came to every training session and you helped clean up the jumpers sometimes. Well done, buddy. Um, um, if I, anyone I, in the comments can shed light on what the McCracken medal is, that would be great because uh, no, Google's not helping me. Present. Um, no, the McCrackens were the family that helped form the Essendon Football Club back in the yeah, 18 whatever. So that'd be something to do with just the, the best clubman type thing. Anyway, uh, he's, look, I, I, don't, I don't dislike him. I just... I don't like the fact that if people think that he's a really important part of our list because if he is, then I'm worried about where our list is going. That's my concern. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I think yeah. if he was a bit more consistent, I think we'd really get a lot out of him. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to scroll through Twitter and see what the... The player's player is the McCracken medal. Oh, so he's yeah. popular among the players. And uh, yeah, that's clear. You hear that? I don't have a problem with that. Like him and Sammy uh, Draper look like best yes, mates. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think they live together, actually. And Guelph got the assist for goals. Yeah, so that's right. So, yeah. so I don't have a problem. I, I don't dislike the guy. I just worry about our list if he's the third best player on it, as voted by the coaches. Coaches, yeah. Um, I was going to skip over Garrett McDonough. But we I want do to want to say that he got delisted and list, yeah. that is the, will go down as the most bizarre pick of a player I've ever yep. seen in my life from the National A 25-year-old who was shithouse and didn't get a game with us. Just pick a kid. Take a risk on a kid. Why take yeah. a risk on a 26-year-old? I don't understand. The next kid is a kid. Now, and this is the other one I'll bring up. So Nick Martin <coughs> played one oh, more yeah, game, kicked tick, tick two more goals than um, uh, Guelphie on a wing. And had never played AFL before. Has played his first 21 games in AFL football. I think they're different players. But I will introduce... I I agree they're different players, but that's the level I'd expect to be starting at. Uh, Are you on the AFL website, by any chance? Uh, No, why would... Well, can you just suss out what position Nick Martin is? Oh, he's medium forward. Sorry, it is on the Essendon website. As a medium forward, Nick Martin, and just, 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 just enjoy this. Elite for disposals, elite for kicks, elite for handballs, elite for marks. Had possibly, and again, I'm ignorant, so I don't know of any others, 
possibly the best debut of any player ever. Twenty well, goals, not ever, but goals. in the last few years, well, certainly John Coleman did kick ten goals in his first game. Oh, well, you know, in living memory for people that aren't one hundred. People under thirty, yeah, let's go with that. Twenty-seven touches and five goals on a pretty dark day for the club. It's a very good start to your football career. Wow, when you weren't on a list at Christmas. Yep, hundred percent. Um, he he dropped off a little bit towards the end of the year, but he totally accepted. When he had the ball around goal, I was like, "Yeah, Rusty's got this." Yep. Um, Unfortunately, didn't hear anyone call him Rusty at the football. Uh, we'll keep working on it. Take off. That would be good. I did see, did see some footage of him working away at the gym in the last week or two. That's a good job. Yes, he's been doing a lot of that. Mm. Um, finished eighth in the BNF. Uh, would have had him third before Guelphie, but hey, that's just me. Um, he's a guy I'm really excited about. He could be a winger. Because yep. he could, I, there were times when he was getting down and helping the defenders, but. And then also getting up the other end. Durham was very good at that too. He'd get down and help the defenders and then get up the other end as well. Just just a great story and as well. The other thing too I reckon about Nick Martin, I'll go out on a limb here and say, he looks like he's got that body that, you know, will last. You know, like it's he's kind of skinny enough that he won't break. You know, like he's... In- incoming career-ending ACL oh, yeah. or something. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> all we all fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't text me round three when he busts. But no, he just looks like he's got a body that'll play like 300 games in a row. You know, like But you double down on it. Yep, double down. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Nick, if you're listening, it's all Nathan's fault. Sorry, Nick. Uh, Phil's, I mean, Rusty. likened him to Blake Carousella. Um, yeah, 100%. Not, not I said, my yeah, yeah. football watching time. Oh, gosh. So I'll leave you to Yep, 100%. Very similar to that, that wiry, sort of skillful, just does what he does well. So clean. There's no one I feel more calm about having the football, apart from Pete. Twenty minutes, or you know, fifty minutes out. Obviously. Um, I don't mind this... when Merritt's got the ball. To be honest, he's usually making pretty good decisions. My foot. Anyway. Uh, next one to talk about is very briefly is Tex Wanganine. Five games, just the one goal. Um, yep. Got the debut as the sub, which would be one of those games which he didn't actually get on. Yeah. Look. As I said, Nine earlier, old kid needs to develop yep. a lot more. He looks a bit fish out of water, but he know. missed a lot of footy in the last couple of years because of injuries and COVID. You so you stick yep. with him for Wanganine purely. Um, I think you stick with him because of what you're seeing too. He, he's he's got elusiveness. He's got a bit of skill. So developing him in the VFL for years, see where he comes. Yeah, 100%. Um, possibly the, the the least of the uh, what do they call it? Photogenic. Photos I've come across on this website. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. Number 42, Massimo Dian. Oh, what about the Irishman? Well, we're not going to talk about him because he didn't play football. Well, we briefly said that he could at least mention that. He's got a shit head. Um, (laughs) 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 We're really starting to drift here, people. It's gone personal now. It's the first one to crack everyone. Well, Nathan's just ruined Nick Martin's career. so I'm not. Someone with a shithead is probably not that bad. Um, Massimo D'Ambrosio, uh, mid-season draft pickup, ended up with eight games, four goals, looked pretty decent as a mid-sized sort of small mid-forward. Um, looked pretty decent kick. as a full, pretty good defender. Too. Can can confirm he can kick. Um, yep. Again, one of those ones you just put in the let him develop. He's 19. Yep. See how he goes. Uh, number 43, he didn't play a game of football, but we need to talk about it. What, what do you reckon the future of him is? The Honest to 
God, if he goes and plays for Frio. I won't like him. No, no, no. You can't say that. I won't be very happy. I'll be upset that he's not playing at Essendon. Will it be something like tracked? Is it something that, you know, is it something that we are missing that we don't know about? To me, Mm. this is my own personal opinion as a white Australian. So my opinion on this is totally invalid, probably. Essendon seems like a good club for Indigenous people. Well, we have a pretty good history. Like I don't, without, again, I'm a white dude, so it's, you know, but I would have thought Michael Long would have paved the way in the 90s for it to be pretty decent. We've had some, I mean, it's not just about the quality of the player. We've had some great no, but, Indigenous players, Paddy Ryder. But um, Michael Long, Long created the, the racism laws we have now in the AFL. Like, Dreamtime at the G. Yeah, but he created, the, like, the he was getting abused playing football against Collingwood, but Monkhurst, and he punched Monkhurst, and then he went to the tribunal and said what he did, and they went, oh, hang on, well, maybe that's fair enough why he did it. So then they changed the whole rules. Hang on, well, if you're abusive, you know, verbally, racially abusing someone, you actually... You can get punched. You can get punched. <laughs> don't know if that's how the rule right is. I mean, I'm okay with that. As far as like that. Society's concerned, to be fair. Yeah. Look, if he goes and plays for Fremantle, the, the game of AFL is better with him in it, and it will hurt me if He'll he kicks kick a goal against, against Essendon. He'll kick but goals against us. If he plays another game of AFL football, I'm so there for it. He's. I'm pretty sure his mother's so in Victoria, isn't she? Yeah, I don't understand the Freo connection at all. That's what I don't get either. Like, he's got no. Well, he has probably got a connection of WA, but he's spent like since 14 or so. He's been in Victoria, hasn't he? Could be just wanting to get away from the spotlight oh, of yeah, Melbourne. Who knows? Don't know, but look, I'd love him to come back and play for us. And but if he plays yeah. for Freo, I will still love the man. He gave great us influence all to he the... could possibly give us. He'd be a great role model for the Davy brothers. Yeah, he'd be handy to have around, wouldn't he? Yeah. So yeah, whatever. While we we you know yeah, you're right. He couldn't have given us much more. So you no, you're right. That. I'll give you that. Um, number forty-five. Uh, Alec Waterman, eight games. Mm-hmm. Nearly did it again. Eight games, ten goals. Uh, it was quite good on Anzac Day. I seem to recall he kicked four. Yeah. Um, and that was about it. Um, Interesting player because in the VFL, when we watched the VFL, they were really pushing him as a midfielder. They were really... It, it just didn't he's work. Not, didn't he's not no. a midfielder's arsehole. Arsehole. No, he's not. He's a good, um, he's a good small forward. He's a, he's a lead up, can kick a goal, take a mark, forward. But really stunk it up after Anzac Day. Remember, we, yep. we talked mm. about him and being, you know, if, he, if you get eight touches and kick three or four goals, you've got a spot. Yep. But, but he, he really was there. shocking after that. Um Probably on the list, to be honest. Yeah. Number 47, Jai Menzi, Essendon Football Club. Get a photo with a kid on the website, please. You've had you've had six months. Come on. Maybe it's AFL's fault. Let's blame them. The real travesty here. Uh didn't no, he did play AFL. He played, yeah, yeah. played two games. subbed in his first game, remember? Yep. Came on in the last quarter and kicked. Did he kick it? No, he didn't kick a goal, but he was very goal. good. He had a lovely little pass to mm, that's right. Mm. Lovely. Again, stats wise, but showed enough, showed a bit of smarts, a bit of craft, which is all you want. Yep, 100%. Very good at VFL, kicked a winning goal against someone. There's mm. some great commentary from. Mm. Yeah, that was about second last round, wasn't it? Or? Yeah, it was late on. It was mm. great. No, uh, I look, I'm excited by him. I, I have no problem. I think he's got potential. Yep, absolutely. 
And the last player on the list there is Tom Hurd, who was delisted. Uh, rather unfortunate, never but play, never playing again. He was probably on the list a bit longer than he might have been otherwise if his last name didn't start with H and rhyme with bird. Oh, look, I did watch him in the VFL and he had some really good games, but I think his biggest issue is his body size is not like he's pretty small and skinny. And so he's just, he'll struggle in the game, you know. He needs more hair. If you just grew the hair a bit longer, like dad, what look be bigger? Oh, got the well, unit. the other thing too, Sam, I think, and this is the exciting thing, is that so looking at our list currently as an overall now, after going through them all. So Peter Wright, who was 25 or 26 only a month ago, below him, there are Langford, Parrish, um, Redmond, McGrath, in age I'm going by, going backwards, Draper, Ridley, Zerk Thatcher, Caldwell, Martin, um, Durham, Cox, Reed, Perkins, and Ambrosio, Menzi, Hobbs, and Wanganee. So, like, there's a big list of players there that are 25, 26 and younger. And going the other way, the older ones are Heppel, Scheel, Smith's gone, um, you know, McDonald's gone, maybe coming back, and then Stringer, Kelly, and Merritt are the older sort of guys. So, very think- young list. That's And this is part of the things I just wanted to finish with. Leading on to the draft sort of talk is that I wouldn't mind it if we could bring in a couple of 25 to 30-year-old players that don't have to be well-beaters, but just maybe um, maybe have leadership, you know, and play a role. Yeah, I think we're not going to – hopefully we don't draft a 25-year-old. To me, that's fairly logical, but we did it, yeah. so who knows. But um, better than Garrett McDonald, obviously. Someone's playing in the AFL, like, you know. I don't know what the availability is like this year, but next year, I think, yeah, you look at some of those free agents that yeah. might be not amazing footballers, but just are experienced, maybe have played in a few finals. Yep. Um, just just to get the age up a little bit. I think it's just a number and all that shit, but it's important to have leaders at the club that aren't necessarily your captain. Well, let's be honest. If we look at the Geelong, the grand final for me, what stood out to me was that that Geelong? It was it was the the, the Dangerfields, it was the Thelwoods, it was the Smiths, it was the Tomahawk, it was all these guys who were over thirty who experienced big bodies who could deal with the pressure and the situation of the day and dealt with it very well and were ready for it. And and you know, I thought, well, Essendon, that's the biggest deficiency we have because we're just a young list that would have you know. You know, we get we get knocked around by those bigger body midfielders, and they don't have to be six foot four. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about thick set, muscly guys. Like Selwood's not tall, but he's hard. You know, like they so, were even Sydney. You'd put in that category of good players, experienced yeah. players. They made them look. But that, but the difference there is Sydney. Their better players have been younger players, not yeah. not probably Parker and and guys like that. But it's been a lot of their younger players that have carried them through the year who just didn't play very well at all in that game. Yeah. So, anyway. I mean, the other side of that, if we can keep this group together, they all will hit that stage where they're 28 to 32. Well, that's right. You're thinking yeah. three or four years' time. That's right. Um, on the draft, we, yep. we, 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 have we, 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 four, which will end up being pick five because of Marcus Ashcroft going to Brisbane. Um, me and you are pretty hard 
set on Sheasel. Sheasel. Harry yep. Sheasel. Um, 100%. Just looks classy, goal kicker, mid kind of dude. Um, Cal Twomey, who we respect and is probably the only media person we trust, <laughs> has him at four. Yeah. Which is interesting. Has Davy Jr. at 15, so we're going to have to use some picks to bid on him. Yep. Um, and we really, me and you, we are really interested in Mankara, Mankura, Mankura who is like that, yeah. a next generation academy indigenous kid. Um, Beautiful who, size and moves just, oh, just like glides across the yeah. ground. Um, Tip to go in the 30s, and mm. we are only able to bid on him if he goes beyond pick 40. So, yep. be keen Plus to our little us, fingers on that one. Well, I'd be keen to get us some picks in those. We'd also got to get the second Davy, and I don't know if the other Davy brother will come as like a rookie He's pick or a, like, yeah, 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 or um, pick 70 or 80 or something like that. So, well, we won't bang on too much about the draft. If there's anything interesting that happens, we might just jump on and well, it, what chat. what we're seeing this week in the um trade period is that no one wants to come to us and why would you well, well why would you we missed out on the what i thought would have been a great deal with with uh, gold coast getting pick seven and paying for one of their players which is still a fascinating deal um and um we'll, we'll, we'll get, have our pick five as you're saying um and we'll get a, a we'll get two first round picks first sorry two first round players Yes, correct. We'll get our natural pick and Davey Jr. Yeah, and so that's it's nice that's ex- to have him that high up. That's exciting. He's still that's right. He's still a and, and I would argue, I mean Tom will tell, but I think he's he's probably better than what he's gonna go at because he's you know, he hasn't played a lot of that football like um at the league, the um under eighteen stuff as the other guys. Yeah. Um that's that's it. We've 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 got it in under two hours. Whoa. Well, well, no, we haven't. We've done over oh, we're six no, minutes under. Hour and 56 minutes we've just ticked over. Oh, bloody hell. Um, if you're still listening. Look, the numbers have dwindled. Phil's still here. Phil, we Morning, Phil. How's he work? Did suggest, he did suggest, yeah, how's the work going? He did suggest uh, we don't sack the kid whose name is on the members stand. Oh, wait. Whoops. Sorry, Hedy. Wow. Yeah. Well, didn't, didn't Sheed say that you don't delist the son of a... Yeah, that's why he kept that's heard. quite, yeah, about that. Anyway, we tested him, so, yeah, irrelevant. Um, anything else from you? Any final thoughts that don't relate to us being a shambles? Well, that would probably... Can we just not be a shambles for a little while? Can we just pull our right. heads in? I'm going to say and... something stupid okay, up there okay, with yeah. your Rusty Martin comment about never yep. getting injured. Okay, yep, yep, I like it. It can't get any worse, can it? Oh, God, that's a big one. Short of a press release tomorrow that says Ralph Harris is our new CEO, (laughs) surely, surely it can't get any worse. I I just want to get into the preseason. I want to just have retraining reports. I want to, you know, oh, everyone's, you know, trained there, everyone's come back fitter than ever before. I just want to go back to that world where, you know, Positive. Oh, yeah, oh god, this you know we maybe we'll so win pumped. ten games next year. The start of last season. Well, this is my theory. So the start of this year, we were pumped. Like I was like, oh, and it's sky's the limit. And it was horrible. So next year, I am fucking I'm already like little did we just, know the anthill was the limit. Yeah. Um uh next year I'm already like totally fucking over it. Like we're gonna be shit house again next year. So maybe I'll get a reverse in there. Um 
results. I think the beautiful thing about having no expectations is that pretty much anything's overachieving. I feel like 2021 was a bit of that. We didn't expect yeah, 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 to yeah, play yeah, a final. Yeah. We didn't expect to, to win 11 games. Like we thought we'd be bottom four at that point. We just we were a year early. Um, so football's easier when you have no expectations. I, I live and die by the fact that the worst thing in football is expectation. Um, but that being said, excitement of a new season, young list, all that. All this off-field stuff will sort itself out. Yeah. And you only have to look at Richmond and Melbourne and to a lesser extent, Port Adelaide. Yeah. They were rabbles. They were yep. absolute jokes of football clubs once upon a time. So Not that long ago, really, either. No, you can turn it around. In the space of 10 years, between long. three of those clubs, they have four flags and Port have been very close a few times. So there's hope. Yeah, I, I agree. I still That should be I our mean, membership slogan. There's hope. Not whatever it takes. I still will, like going through that list, I still think there's enough good players there to build. You know, we, we probably need it. We're short at all. I think we'll agree on that. I'd love to see. I'd love to see a quality wingman develop or, or come into the club, whichever way. Um, like a you know an all Australian wingman, and then um, I really think yeah. Then anything we'll be okay. We'll be yeah, okay. be okay. We'll just if we could just just get out of the freaking media, that'd be awesome. Just stop being yeah. reporter. That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, we might jump on and recap the draft if there's anything interesting to talk about. Draft trade period. Um, if not, we'll we'll jump back on next year and. And that'll be that. Thank uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah Nathan. Thank you, thank you, Sam. Sorry for going through this with me. What? what okay. Um, thanks to those that have listened to us live on Facebook. You, you've lasted two hours. That's incredible. Um, wherever idiot. else you're listening, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever it might be, we appreciate you. And I'll say, I say it every time: go Doms. You know, go Bombers. We love it. Toodles. What do we love it? Yeah, we do. Bye. Bye.